But anyways, I I don't know. And then sometimes like the Excel can just drops you a Radiant Rabadons. I can't even use the Radiant Rabadons. It doesn't give me a remover. Like what am I supposed to do? I, I, I Radiant Rabadons my Rise. I don't know what Rise it was, but there's this one Rise that doesn't have any AP scaling. Zero. Like it literally just does an extra 50 damage. Like how can my Radiant Rabadons do 50 damage? I'm down a Radiant item. Like, oh my God. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Don't Talk If You Don't Know, the unofficial official podcast dedicated to everything high-level teamfight tactics in North America. Tonight's a special night. We have the night before North American Regional Finals for Set 9 Ruterra Reforge. But not only that, back on the show after almost a year hiatus, we got K3 Soju. What's up, Soju? How you doing? Uh, nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. Wait, All right, what? well, well he'll, he'll get yapping <laughs> short enough, short enough. And he back with him on the show is Precedent. We are really happy to have Precedent. You're back on it very soon, uh, shortly after your episode with Keegan. What's up, man? Nothing much. Nailed oh, it. my God. These guys are so talkative. These and... guys are they're so ready to talk. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be good. That's right. That's right. Join with me, as always, is my co-host, Bryce. Okay, Bryce, at least start off the conversation and start talking about something. Please save me here. Hi, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking excited to be here. I am. Uh, I have two young twins, and they are amazing, and they are exhausting. This has been. I really haven't played much of this. I mean, I haven't played the set at all, actually. But I've been investing in uh, trying to learn over the last over the last week, and I've gotten a lot of downloads from a lot of people in the field. So I feel like at least they've handled what's going on, and whether or not what's going on is good is a topic that I'm sure we'll cover as we get into the show. But I am actually excited for this episode. It's always, always fun when Soju and P-God come on. Last time we did this was uh, two regionals ago, right? It was, we were we were in Minneapolis, like in the mall at, at Wisdom when it was live. And it was the one that Soju won, uh, or not won, but went to Worlds on. So that's a good one. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. Was that, uh, was that we, we try was to have about? a We try to have a tradition of you on regionals, but you didn't make it to the last regionals. So yeah. in like a year, man. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's my fault, but not really. Not <laughs> I try. I tried to make it a positive thing, and Dan immediately goes for the dig. I was like, "So, you, you got good juju, man. The last time we did this, you made worlds." And then Dan's like, "Yeah, because you." Well, okay, it. he's not alone. Precedent <laughs> also didn't say, make it to regionals last time. Trash. Like it was actual trash. Like, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so how's the week going into regionals? You're always talking about how this is like the week that you always sweat. Do you feel like you are getting into good form? Do you feel like you're just equally as lost, Soju? Um, I mean, I think relative to the entire set, uh, I'm 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 probably like of like, I don't know, probably like an eight out of ten for my own standards. I think. Why Why are you smiling when you say that? It feels like you're like laughing at it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. I think people think I suck, but I don't think I actually suck. But okay. but you did you did suck right like not that long ago you would say you sucked. I think I sucked for every tournament. But the thing is, it's like I didn't even do that poorly though. Oh, I'm more meant like how many days ago? Like it was. I feel like like two or three days ago oh. you would have said you sucked. But like actually, yeah, I think like two three days ago I said I sucked and I sucked. But I don't think I suck anymore. You've been you've just been in call twenty four seven. You're the first person every single morning when I wake up that's like pinged the group to get on, and you're like the first person yes. in, and you're the last person to leave. These guys don't wake up until like. Like 2 p.m. EST. I'm just confused. Like, I, like, I, like regionals <laughs> is literally tomorrow, and I couldn't start a lobby until like 1 p.m. Yeah. What? Preston, are you a casual now? What's going on? He's calling you out. 
Because he's even calling you. The guy's like taking break. He's taking breaks and shit too. No, okay, he's not the last one to leave. It's me and Sesco that's the last one to leave every night. Okay. So it's like, how much, later, how, much later, how much later do you guys go? They don't. I, I, I end at the same time they end. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I don't know. It's like, so um, we just sit there and talk sometimes about a lot of stuff. And then, <clears> and then, and then like, we'll, we'll, before we go to bed. How, uh, what, so do you agree with, uh, Soju's self-assessment that he sucked two days ago, but now he's eight out of 10? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like a couple of days ago, he was not the best, but I mean, he's got, he's got a lot <laughs> Okay. P God, if you, yeah, he's gotten a lot better now. P God, if I gave you $10,000, but I said you had to bet it. Okay. You had to bet it all on whether or not Soju made it out of day one and you were betting three days ago, would you have bet that he makes it out of day one or would you bet that he gets day one? Hell no. Wait, I think I It's not hard to get day one. Wait, how, how much do they cut off on day one? Just eight, eight players. players. Eight players, eight players. Eight out, eight out of 24. And I, I mean, there are some, some S tier offenders. Oh, okay, so okay. Like... honestly, I, I think odds are like he, he would probably still wait day one like three days ago. Really? But it's like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like, like a... <clears throat> Are you aware that he almost won the tournament? We'll bring up in the news in just a moment here, but he, he almost won the tournament precedent. So, yeah, so Soju not only almost won the tournament, but you didn't get in the tournament because we sort of, we seeded by qualifier points. You took over Milk, who was the second likeliest player to win the tournament, and then you went 5-8 and you ruined his chances of doing that. Okay, I just want to point out... <laughs> <laughs> okay, bo both the games that I uh, sat in, like... You could never play for first there because Casper went nine, it played uh, nine shooting on both games and then won. Like, like, how, like, what am I supposed to do there? Like, like, number one is already locked. Just and go, is, just go nine to Masia, five head. It's easy. I mean, I, like, I'm not saying that, like, Lady, you shouldn't, Lady, but like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm kind of no, pointing out the results. No, no, there's this one game, Ty Ladies had six Ionia Ash three. You said Ty three, two. Excuse me? <laughs> he, he had that at three, two, and he went third. Like, that, like that's, how, that's how strong the lobby is. Pronounced as Thai ladies. <laughs> that's that's oh oh my God. Is it Thai ladies? I think it's Thai lines. Yeah, it's Thai lines. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That's that's like W Asian version level of mispronunciation <laughs> of a player name. That's really good. All right, man. Let's let's talk about some news. We kind of mentioned it before, but there was an in-house tournament that was ran based off of uh. The 16 players that signed up. Here is that results of it. We can just kick it off with this. Uh, the results were that Dish Soap went first, Dpay in second, and Soju in third. There was prize money put on the line, which, by the way, was funded by Toronto Tokyo. But there's actually a funny story behind this. Uh, press event the night before was saying that Soju is willing to fund $500 to run a mock <laughs> tournament. So we actually convinced everyone to say, oh shit, Soju's going to fund a mock tournament. To try to get everyone to try hard the, the you know two nights before regionals, I'm in. And then Soju, after everyone had committed, was like, wait, what? I didn't agree to anything like that. But apparently Precedent and Soju or Precedent and Setsuko were telling everyone that he committed. And then Toronto Tokyo <laughs> was so excited. He's like, oh, I'll contribute. I'll double the prize pool. So it was gonna be a thousand dollars. And then Soju came came in, he's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And then Toronto Tokyo's like, all right, well, at least I'll still fund for 500. Oh, wait, 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 no. when he said that, I said it's like, I, I was just joking, like, you know, like, like don't feel, yeah, like, don't yeah. feel pressured to, to do that. Yeah, they both, they actually, and Sochi messaged him independently as well, and was like, hey, by the way, they were just messing around, like, no pressure to fund this thing. He wanted to. So, homie of him, but he, I don't think he felt obligated. He, he did. And as a result, Soju not only saved 500, but he won some money. 
got mm -hmm. third in the tournament. So were you high rolling, Soju, or were you feeling like you were playing really well? I mean, I don't think I played bad. I mean, okay, apart from the fucking Pandora's thing, but like, I mean, I don't think I played yeah. bad. I didn't play well. Like, it, Wait, it how, doesn't place, matter. how many placements did the Pandora's thing cost you? I just uh, saw the clip. I, okay, I low rolled. I didn't even hit Sejuani 2 at the end, and I didn't hit Rek'Sai either. I probably would have won fifth. But I so, think... And what did you go? I, I could have won... Honestly, I went six. I could have won okay. fourth or third if <laughs> I... Okay, if I if I didn't mess up and I hit Sejuani roll. and Rek'Sai, it's probably a third. I... It, there was a nine trade in the lobby, so it was just doomed. Okay. <laughs> how, how much stock do you guys put in this um, while we watching okay, the clip? Can I leave? <laughs> can I leave? Can I leave? Oh. Sorry, I was just uh, showing the clip oh, on stream of Soju. I, <laughs> I, I didn't realize. My bad. Uh, no, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, that's that's all, by the way. That's an old timer. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna enjoy looking at that one for a little while. Uh, but what I was gonna ask is, how much stock do you guys put in this? Like, do you guys are you worried about Setsuko? Do you feel like this says something about Dish Soap's current form? Like, do you think it says something about your form, Soju? Uh, I mean, I don't think I suck, but I don't think I'm third. Like, I, I. Okay. I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, they, they were like our, our, our dish soap and, or not dish soap, Setsuko and, and Milk were actually spectating the last lobby. And then they were just spectating dish soap and they were just like, holy shit, this guy's the best player on the server. And then he went seventh. So I don't know. <laughs> well, Setsuko oh, I mean, took I mean, like. I, I, I think, I think dish soap's the best player right now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Are you guys doing. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wasn't there some kind of campaign that Milk was running where he gets to try and gas up dish soap? And saying yes. like, oh, this yes. up, you're the best player on the server, Pog. And just kept like gassing him up every single, every single opportunity yeah. he could. Is that what's going on here? I mean, I know. Oh, I, 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 no. I, I actually mean it. Yeah, I, I think he is. I actually think he is. Only, only because Setsuko like is, is bro, this guy, we're just in college. Just, just sad all the time because we suck. But the thing <laughs> is, it's like, I, I think Setsuko had, like, I think Setsuko is, is, better usually but i think there's always actually like a beast right I, I don't think that i don't think that what's going on in the meta is good for setsuko in the way that like i don't think it's good for dish soap i think dish soap would much rather be a high skill expression patch for sure because he can easily find more edge on a high skill expression patch but i think that where the skill expression can be found in this patch is pretty good for dish soap like he's the type of guy who holds like all the different outs in his head so he can find ways to play from not plus one not pandoras that actually work which is hard right now interesting interesting yeah i agree <clears throat> well uh we'll see what ends up happening uh as we probably can we probably just take, take a step back before we dive too deep into uh regionals first uh bryce thought right bryce and i were going over and we maybe feel like it's good worth noting to show how difficult it was to qualify for regionals and just put up the names of of people who yep. didn't make it so to start things off, we have Kiyun, who was one of the highest qualifier points players who didn't make it to play to LCQ. Appies, Pakigam, Milala, and Stellar Minhi. And the second half of the list are people who've also made their regionals and made deep runs. Boss of skills, clear. Ramblin, who wasn't really competing much of 9.0, so he only had LCQ, really. Mm -hmm. Rainplosion and Broccoli. When you look at this list, is it that surprising, or do you feel like it is actually shocking, Bryce, that some of these people didn't make it through? Or actually all of them? I'm not surprised that any of them specifically did not make it through. I think it was a pretty bad set from start to finish. I think there are a lot of people who just chose not to invest in TFT meaningfully this set or chose to do it like some of the time, but not all of the time. Um, and some of, and I also think that there wasn't a lot of space to like cook for a meaningful amount of the set. And so I think some of these players 
stylistically we're not going to be rewarded by this set at any point in time so i think i think think nine was a decent set and so i think there was some good play on nine but i think once we hit once 9.5 hit it was there was really very little room so i don't know no i'm not i'm not surprised that this this regional feels a little bit more random i think we need to ask or soju and preston as well what happened with kiyun he hasn't qualified for regionals since set five uh so what, what what's actually going on with him and you guys spend some of the most time with him whenever he is around well, what's going on with kiyun is it just luck bad luck is it motivation what's 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 happening with him wait what he he didn't play he didn't he, <laughs> he quit tft for for four sets this is this is his uh first step back so you think he's shaking off the rust it's not even rust i think it was just unlucky like the thing is kiyun when he's good he's good like, like okay i think kiyun is actually really underrated like people don't think kiyun is good but like trust me he is good like when he's good he's really good and the thing is like it's just unfortunate because he was just moving and then the thing is like he had one bad tournament and kind of griefed him because like that tournament has yeah. more more weight but like when he like going into the first two cups like he was definitely like pretty solid especially after not playing for like three four sets um yeah i mean i mean yeah it's just i mean yeah i don't know okay Okay. I mean, I just want to hear. I think people are just more curious. And then once, once again, when he's like eliminated, he drops off the grid, and everyone's kind of wondering what's going on. I mean, Preston, have you actually talked to Keenan at all lately? Uh, not much lately, but it's like the thing is, it's like when when he like drops off the grid, like 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 lots like like the viewers don't know where he is. We also don't know where he is. He like he like actually just yeah. like, drops off the grid, and just like disappears. Yeah, like and, for like, like for like days. We what? Yeah, what do you mean days? We don't see him for weeks yeah. or months. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> Well, Bryce, you mentioned something about investing in TFT. There's another big recent investment since our last episode, which is the Disguised Trials, which Milk <laughs> was able to win. The number one pl- pl- finisher of that tournament was going to get a sponsorship to represent DSG going into the Vegas land, and uh, it's Milk. And Milk was uh, even kind of saying how he felt like he didn't even really deserve it because it was checkmate format, and he was winning the tournament despite being several points behind. But then he also talked about how uh, he actually ended up really liking Checkmate and whatnot. And I think my conclusion is, one, really grateful that DSG is investing in the scene. But two, I think Checkmate is actually a pretty fun format. I think we can stand to play a little bit more in North America, Bryce. Oh, God. That's a curveball. I did not think we were going to go there. I fucking hate Checkmate. <laughs> I think Checkmate is so stupid. I mean, I, I, I don't... I actually like it for a format like this where it's like it's not the world championship like i think it's i think it's fun for like as a one-off thing for content or whatever but to pick the best tft player in the world and and do it based in a format where you have to win a game as if like going two 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 is not like way more impressive than like limping over the finish line and getting a one that we've seen checkmate results where like someone is like nine points clear of the person and they're finishing second because they just didn't happen to get a win. Well, that's what happened. That, that's what happened yeah. in this tournament. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. And yeah, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean in in this tournament, that's whatever. Like I don't I am actually fine with it in this format. I, it's hard to get mad about it. But at the world championship, get the fuck out of here, man. Like I just the game is high variance already. Why do we want to introduce like more stupid variants to this as if going first is like a huge sign of accomplishment most of the time the person who finished first did not play the best game of tft a lot of the time it's the person eking out placements like to get in the top four so i'll shut the fuck up but like i i i I, I, i'm surprised you went there dan but yeah i hate checkmate i think it's so bad 
Oh wow, I, I think that's that's pretty extreme. I think it was more. I think it was more acceptable in hype because it, it is like more sure. casual and like. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like world championship where you're winning like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like, yeah. But I, I think it's it's kind of a shame that I, it was David, right? David S. David S. No, it, David it was Philip, I believe. Wait, oh, so like someone just was like straight up one, 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 but then didn't. Oh no, get no the it was Brosif. It was Brosif. Brosif. Was it Brosif? Oh, it yeah, was Brosif. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. talking about. Oh, that's LCQ where David popped off. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it's just like, man, I, I'm pretty sure he ended with like seven points above Milk or something after Milk won the last game, which is like, bro. <laughs> and he also won it in pretty fraudulent fashion as well. It was like four rolls, five Sejuani's, pulls out a Sejuani three. Either way, happy yes. for Milk and see if he can uh, carry that momentum to regionals and beyond. We did mention LCQ, so we can just briefly show you guys the results of it. It was David Ace. Not Dave Davidus, which I've been saying for a while, or David Ass, as some people have been calling him, which is... Uh, but what are those scores? Like, okay, if those are your scores, it means you're playing against straight noobs. Well, like, we, like, we, we've seen that before. Remember when New Battle clowned the LCQ? Oh, I, I think, clowned yeah, the LCQ. Yeah, that was so, 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 so you were in that, that, you were in that too. Yeah, you were in that too. Yeah, New, that's exactly what happened. It was like, you guys were by far the best players in the field. But, like, doesn't that mean, like, these other players just are not very good? I mean... Spencer clear, Bosso skills, degree, Lil Top, you know. Okay, but Spencer's like a are... maple story full time, so it's like not yeah. really. And then also <laughs> I remember Preston actually texted me and he was just like, yo, you need to look at like clear like what he's doing right now. He has like golden ticket with multicaster. He's not even upgrading his multicasters, he's upgrading an Aphelios 3 on bench. Like on level seven, and he hits Aphelios 3 and dies next turn. Like, um I just saw What's... that and I was Huh? I didn't I didn't like watch a lot of the LCQ, but I mean it's the exact same patch we're on right now, but the meta had been like slightly less established. So wasn't David Ace just like probably ahead of the meta and like understood? Yeah, yeah. What, I think he had a better like, meta what, read. A lot what, of people were playing like, Twisted playing, Fate. Yeah, he was yeah, a lot of people were playing Twisted Fate. He was Earth. He'd been playing Earth for the entire set, so he had a ton of practice on Earth going into this, right? And so he just was had the right lines and was getting uncontested on a bunch of verticals and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, uh, I want. He said that he's been really confident. Bryce was talking to him. He and Bryce has been posting these nice like write ups of summaries of his talks with players. Bryce has a tradition before each regionals to sit down and interview players extensively, talk about their form, what they think about the meta, their their confidence and chances going to regionals. Uh, and David says that he's very confident. And I mean, by all means, I, I want to see more dark horse runs. I think that'd be really cool. More than more, yeah, and, the more and, than going with and I think going in with confidence is probably a necessary condition if you're going to be an underdog like he is. You have to really believe that you're the best that you can you can hang because if you come in intimidated, it's already fucking over, man. Like mm. they, they, you know, these guys when they're actually sweating in regionals are really good. They do put more pressure on the lobby, so you have to believe you belong. Yeah. Speaking of one of the best, I just want to give a cool shout out in case you didn't know. We actually have a new caster. Dipping his toes into TFT, it is Azale, the guy that you might see doing League of Legends World Championships right now, or just usually anchoring the LCS. It was just cool to see him uh, jump into it. And since Bryce and I basically have stepped away from the main broadcast, I uh, kind of hope that there's more reasons for yeah. people to tune into the main broadcast as well. If they feel like there's more familiar faces, maybe that helps out. So uh, it's cool. And not only just that, but, like, other people are trying TFT. Like, I don't know if you guys follow FGC, but Evo winner Leffen uh, also is playing TFT and streaming it every day. So it's just cool to see that TFT is still, like, grabbing some of these bigger names from other scenes. TFT on the come up. 
All right, so we have a couple of set 10 spoilers, which we can briefly talk about. I mean, the reason why we cover news is because there's pretty much no other TFT podcast, so we might as well feel like we do it. Yeah. Uh, More Dog Hunters charity stream last weekend has revealed two champions, which is Karthus and Amumu. And I want to do a quick quiz for Soju because Precedent didn't play during this time. But when was the last time we had Karthus in the set? One. It was one. Yeah, set one. That's correct. Do you remember his traits? Uh, the I mean, best trait. The, the best trait ever. I saw it on the screen. But yeah, it's Phantom Sword. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll hide this one. When was the last time we had a Mumu in the set? I think two. That is correct. And what was his traits? Like, it was Inferno a trait, or no? Yes, it was Inferno, Wait, and, that's, and that was his origin is, with his like class. The, it's like the Bastion thingy. It's whatever Bastion is. Bodyguard? It's not Wait, Bodyguard. Was it? Uh, the answer something. is Warden. Oh, it's just the armor or the armor trait. Yep, that's right. That's this guy right. low-key sucked. Wait, but Karthus yeah. was broken, though. Karthus was oh, broken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you Amumu. said no, Karthus sucked. I was like, what? There's no way. Yeah, Amumu was medium for like part of the set. He was just okay. as, like a big, as like a big frontliner with a bunch of CC. But yeah, he was, yeah, he wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, uh, vertical, vertical Inferno was like super broken for a tiny bit though. And then it was huge. Just for the tempo because it would just kill people. Back in set yeah. two, precedent, people would die at wolves because of like the, the <laughs> way the scaling damage worked with reroll. It used to work yeah. off damage off of the star of units. And then uh, Infernal's also <laughs> won like 5-0, very often in stage three. And so people would die at the end of stage three. Pretty crazy. So if you thought tempo was out of control now, man, back then was nuts. All I've right. only seen one person die in stage three before. Person would rage quit set two. <laughs> probably, probably. The, the one cost Zyra was Inferno, and that Zyra unit as a one cost was better than every legendary in the game. I, I don't get it. Oh, man. But he's crushing it now. Precedent, you did really well in in-house scrims. I'm bringing up uh, some of the best performers uh, from in-houses. You averaged a 4.19 over 58 games. The only people that played more... The only one person played more games than you was Dish Soap. And he averaged uh, a 4.0. But overall, you've, you've been kind of crushing it. So, And a lot of people Wait, are, are, are hyping you up. These are so bad. Like, fake. Because the thing is, we are moved on old? TR like a Bro, month ago. Yeah. Is it, so you 5.03? Yeah, these are all It should be closer to 6 now. Like, ever since we moved to TR? <laughs> Bro, I'm just 8, 8, 8, 8, 8. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> all like right. It. This well, is this is inflating Soju. I wasn't even going to bring that up, but I'm glad that you at least admitted it. So, because this is a shout again, shout out to Sims Life who's tracking it. But when we move to TR, it's just really hard to track things unless you're watching it. So, uh, yeah. But overall, Preston, what, what do you feel like your confidence is like after these in house scrims? It feels like you've been one of the people like super grinding it. Uh, like a seven or like a six out of 10. Yeah. Wait, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm like that's that's the exact same number you gave me at the beginning of the week, P God. That's yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I've gotten any better since like the end of the week. I'm just like I'm just sitting here doing nothing. I feel like you're sitting here testing out random texts, going to the, the level nine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, that's. The, I don't know. It's like I, I can't tell if I got any better because I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure you got a lot better, man. The way the way in which I, at least from my perspective, tell me if this is wrong, but just observing you guys learn TFT, I think the way you learn TFT is you pick up like one to two things a game usually, and you're usually pretty good at diagnosing it. But then when you're in calls with these guys, you like get there pretty quickly. So I, I feel like almost every game afterwards, you're like, okay, I know not to do that, or I know like this is good, or that can be played that way. There were a bunch of moments like that from the games that I watched of yours, like the Piltover game, for example. Um, 
So I, I feel like you're a much better player today than you were five days <laughs> I ago. I said Piltover. Oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I like okay. Piltover. Okay, but I mean, at least uh, Sutterver said, I think people have understood that not only they've been improving, but a lot of people have noticed and you've improving. So, like, it's, it might not feel like you've improved maybe from Monday to today is Thursday, but I think overall people are really excited to see you perform because they've been noticing that, that big gap. Do you feel like you've made a big leap in your gameplay, especially this up? I mean, well, I, I guess, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, I, like, I have to. Like, I, I literally do nothing but TFT. I have no life. There are people that... There are a lot of people that do nothing but TFT that have no life that have not gotten as good as you've gotten in that time frame. Like, like basically everyone, actually. Oh, I don't know. Why do you, you not? Do you not realize that? Like, I can't. They can't tell if this is just like extreme. They can't modesty. handle compliments very well, Bryce. Yeah. Okay. No. Fair. It's no. It's like it's like seriously. Like, I I literally do nothing but TFT. If I don't get better, or if if, if like with how much time I spend on TFT, if I don't get better when i'm like trying to get better i don't i don't know then 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 i just suck bro this pressman guy gets hikey mad like he actually gets oh. <laughs> he seems like he's like not like that upset but sometimes when a tft like doesn't go his way he just gets really mad i mean isn't that all of us is that every TFT I mean, that player means, that means you're trying to improve oh yeah. because he still cares yeah he still cares no, I, I, I think i care too much soji you don't get mad anymore uh I did mean, you I get, did you used to? I I think I used to way back in like set six, but after six point five, I just like whatever. <laughs> I interesting, tried. Interesting. That's interesting because wait, that he, went, he went to worlds in set seven. Wait, that that can't line up because yeah, you went to worlds in set seven, and set seven regionals is the hardest I can ever remember you working for an individual tournament. You were nonstop for that tournament. You were at, like I, think I mean, I'm nonstop for this tournament as well. I mean, you I, are I've been in house like twenty hours a day. But you are, but it's different. You locked into that tournament way before you locked into this one. You've only been locked in for like 36 hours, maybe 48. Yeah, I don't know. You were putting the volume before, but you kind of always put in the volume. It's like when you're actually applying yourself, it's pretty easy to tell. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, set eight was was terrible. It was actually trash. Like, dude, the, oh my, the augments were bugged half the time. Like, how can you even, like, how? The, the, the finals tournament of the set, they offer me Soraka when I have no, like, like my bad, I have civilian. There's no four-cost civilian bet. Here's Soraka. And everyone's just getting, like, Warwick and, like, and then the other broken stuff. And I'm just, I'm stuck with, I don't even know what I got. I just wanted to leave. But anyway. <laughs> Well, we talked about learning. Uh, I, we, this, this is the last of our news section. I'm even scared to ask. Did you guys read this? The dev learnings article that Mortdog typed up? Start with Preston. Did you happen to read this by any chance? No. No. So, I, I, you, I, I, have I, you read I, these I, by I, any like, chance? I mean, what do you think? No. Right. Man. Did you read? Of course. I, are you kidding me? <laughs> I look forward to these every set. These are great reads. No fucking developer of a game sits down and actually writes their learnings from the previous set and then the following set they write an article in which they do that again and then they also hold their feet to the fire around like hey they write goals for the following set and they say hey i think i did okay on this goal i think i did well on this goal i think i did poorly on this goal that's crazy transparency and i am when we're going to talk about on the show i will be critical of of riot uh and the dev team during this podcast because i think that tft has been bad for a little while now actually overall not not always but for me at least but 
this is incredible. And I do think that they're consistently improving overall. And I do think that they're really thoughtful about their learning. So long term, I do believe in this team. Um, and it's cool that he shares yeah. with us at the level. I, I mean, I'm not going to actually read all this, but they go over things like how they handled hackers and assassins versus rogues and like whether or not they thought that was a success. They talk about, what, you know, threats being more like five costs, like Belveth and Heimer. Was that good for the game? They talk about augments and like their approach philosophically to, to designing things. Uh, and then they talk, you know, and that includes hero augments, which honestly was a pretty good success to set for the most part. Uh, and they obviously talk about legends and portals and balance, uh, the skin controversies and whatnot and complexity. It's really good stuff overall. So if you're interested in that kind of element of TFT, which is the game dev portion, I highly recommend you go read it. Uh, it's, it's really good stuff for them. Okay, uh, so with that, we don't have to spend too much more time on it. We might actually see some of those come back later for an agree. Let's go ahead and talk about the power rankings and whether or not they make sense two, three days later after we voted. The first, though, are the people who were snubbed and did or either receive votes and did not place or people who actually were uh, not getting votes whatsoever. So we're going to start with the no votes club. People who got zero votes whatsoever. And only three did, which is Connor is me, Ex Niamo, and Phoenix. Phoenix got zero votes. <laughs> and I, I want to talk to these guys. I think a lot of people, even Connor and Ex Niamo, say that they're underdogs. But Phoenix is a player that, you know, no one in the group, Soju impressive, even threw a vote his way. Like, what's up with Phoenix, Soju? I mean, okay, so I'm the biggest advocator of Phoenix. I was the one who was just like, hey, like, I, I don't mind inviting, like, Phoenix over. I think he's actually good. It's not just he's my friend. Like, he's actually good. I, like, we, we played Valorant together, and I watched him play in Cups before. And, like, I don't, like, when I watch someone bad, I'm just like, bro, what is this guy even doing? Mm -hmm. But, like, but like I didn't get that. And then the thing is, like, we're also friends, so it's, like, not that bad. But the, trust me, he's not bad. But I, I think <laughs> the thing is, bro, he, when, when these when these votes went out, mm -hmm. you, these should be, I feel like these votes should go, like, maybe a day before regionals instead of, like, a week before. Bro, the guy woke up at 8 p.m. He just wakes up at 8 p.m. Oh, sup, guys? Like, like the guy didn't even try to win. <laughs> And he plays two games. He's just like, oh yeah, like I'm not having that much fun. I need, like, I, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Worlds is going on. He's just sitting there watching Worlds the whole night. And he's just like, yeah, I don't really want to play. I'm just gonna go watch Worlds. And I mean, and he's emblematic of look. What I, I was literally talking about this earlier. Like the people who, am I surprised people didn't make regionals? Like Phoenix is in regionals because he was good at set nine, and he is not. He clearly has not enjoyed nine point five, and he just hasn't been playing it very much. Like he's just not around as much because he's not having fun playing TFT in the same way he was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's well said. Uh, and then we also have the snub list, which includes from the bottom to the top, Jack, who did get a vote, Solos, who got two, Philip getting eight, Vanilla getting a decent amount of respect with 13, David Ace had 15, and for the first time, A3 Soju, not on the top 15, just missing out on 16. And uh, <laughs> he's cheesing already. <laughs> So, Soji, what's your first reaction when you've been left out of the top 15? Is that fair, or do you feel like you deserve to be there now? Uh, I mean, I think I think I was pretty bad, like, a week ago, but that's because I was just, like, I don't really want to play multis, but you actually have to default multis, like, some games. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I'm, I was that good, but the thing is, it's, like, it's regionals, and, like, I don't think these noobs, like, realize that I don't actually suck. <laughs> like, there are a lot of S-tier trash players in this tournament. And, and like what? no disrespect. You want to name some of them? <laughs> wow. No, I mean not really. But like, like I'm telling you, there are ten players at least that are just straight up drawing dead. Oh, that's like, great. Wow. We have, 
There are five players not named Soju on this list right now. So I mean, you have five people who are ranked that we think. No, I know, but I also, I mean, I'm also biased. But like, there, there are some people that are like, a lot of people think are good. I'm not. I'm not saying this is not just the three people in the top 15. By the way, there's like a lot of players that like everyone thinks is good. But like me, Milk, like we always just like watch VODs like occasionally and previous sets, not so much of this set. But like I'm just I'm not seeing what other people are seeing because I'm just lost. But like, but whatever. I I understand the entire set. I, I'm just been like trolling. I feel like I haven't been good at all this set relative to like what I, I think I can cap at. But I think this regional is like I usually try like I'm not just saying like, oh yeah, like I'm not trying. But I think I'm actually like relatively locked in, like a seven out of ten. When the the, the Mickey Mouse tournaments, I'm like more of like a three point five out of ten. And I think a lot of these newer players that I haven't played with, like I'm not I'm not actually a bot. Like Goobums, I remember he was saying he was scared of me <laughs> yeah. in set seven. Like he was actually just shit. Yeah. He did say that. He did say that. And he actually he was, was really good. good at set seven too. Yeah, he was. He was good. Okay, precedent. Who's the other player besides Soju that you think is underrated on this list? From this list? From from this either snubbed or the Novos Club. Like, but besides Soju, who you think might actually like probably should have gotten more votes? Oh, uh, probably Phoenix. I don't. I don't oh, okay, honestly, I I think Connor is pretty good. But the thing is, he just doesn't play. I I think if he like did play, he'd be he'd be pretty good though. But and he's like like typically underrated. But it's like, like bro, he has like five games on the patch or something like that. And like I like I I think I heard this one say like like they're like they're like friends that like Connor's goal is to go twenty three out of twenty four. <laughs> yeah, he actually said something like that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's just it's crazy to me because like surely you can do better than that. All right. Also, also I, I think Jack is actually. Is Jack isn't Jack like really consistent this set? Uh no, he's either been like hot, really light out, yeah. lights out, very hot, or he's kind of like kind of ice cold. When I, when I watch his spots though, I I don't watch his perspective, but like when I see his spots, they always seem like pretty creative. I'm not saying like creativity is like what makes a good player, but like his spot like is more unique than. I'm not saying it's always a good thing, but okay. like his, I, his... I think. Yeah, his his tourney stats this set this year have been like like lower end of regionals by he's in the bottom five in regional statistically he's he's 42 games played he averaged a 4.55 he's got a 52 percent top four rate it wouldn't surprise he, me if one tournament he averaged like a 3.1 and one tournament he averaged like a 5.0 okay oh, because okay. um, yeah. that, that's i've been watching all the tournaments obviously and that, that's kind of been uh, the thing with him. I'm surprised no one really talked about Solas. I was kind of serving it up as mm -hmm. if like someone could say he's underrated yep. and not no one is calling out Solas. Well, so I, I you wouldn't ask me yet. I, I want to do my underrated. Oh, I okay, I, okay, okay, okay. Who, who's I your underrated? If I were to do my list over again, I would rate Soju, I would rate Solas, and I would rate Phoenix if I had to do my list over again. Oh, interesting. I think you're biased though, because you've been like watching us prep. <laughs> I was going to say I, that, but, but I'm glad you said but, it. Instead. But I've, I've interviewed the entire field. And I feel like I have a much better POV, both on people's form and on the patch. I feel like I understand the patch. Like, I literally did not play 9.5. So this was me learning 9.5, and then I learned the patch. And I feel like I have a, I think this actually is a really good Souls patch. He's Every time I tried to play with him, he's like, he, like, dips, like, to go do play, like, Lost Ark instead. So it's like, I don't really know, like, 
it's like hard for me to give like an opinion on yeah. it because I haven't really played with the thing, too much. The thing about Solus is, one, he's always been good at converting high rolls, right? He's, he always wins games when he's high rolling, and these are pretty easy converts, so he will convert all of his first. Like, this is not a hard high roll patch. And then he's fucking fearless in contesting, and he plays super degen. So he'll just like play, he'll, he'll just like brute force the broken stuff, oftentimes from tough spots. He's good. Yeah, I, th I think this could be, I think this could be like a weirdly good Souls patch. Oh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Plus, I think him and Dish Soap and Kurum and, and, uh, who am I missing? One, two, three, four. Goobums, of course, because Goobums close between groups. It's hard sometimes to peg on them. Uh, that group's been really deep in the tank, sharing a lot of tech. And it's funny because I know Soju and Precedent and their group are trying to crack the tech through in houses. They're like spying and shit. They're like trying to spend a lot of time watching their boards and not even paying attention to their own, trying to see what's I, going I, I on. So it's, uh, I, I need something. Funny. <laughs> all right, all right. I do have to ask. There's, there's kind of an elephant in the room when it comes to in-houses. Uh, one person did noticeably much worse than everybody else in in-houses, and it was Vanilla. He did get a lot of votes, though, Bryce. And so how do you, re how do you reconcile with, like, what's going on? Is he just completely trolling in-house scrims? And if so, why? Like, what's the purpose of doing that? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, at this point, Wait, he's these, being disrespected these, across the board. Wait, no, these stats are, are not right, by the way. Like, these stats are the first, they're, they're like... They're not up to date. Yeah, like, we've been playing on TR for, like, a good week, and people have been playing, like, 15 hours He didn't a day do two days. Okay, first of all, I want to correct. He didn't He didn't update two days of in-houses, only yesterday and the day before, and he also... There, and there's no way. There's, there's actually no way. Wait, there's no way, because the thing is, it says I have 30 games, but I have, like, 100, at, like, at least. Well, they didn't count the mock tournament, and it didn't... It, it, they stopped updating on the 23rd, right? Which is a while ago. That's three days ago. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so four days. I mean, I mean we, we, everyone's playing you, like 20 you, hours You guys just keep adding more days, but it's okay. But okay, I understand what you're saying. Either way, I'm just saying that, like, there was something that was part of the conversation. So, so you're saying these stats are just completely fake. Don't even pay attention to them whatsoever. I, I think... I don't know. I mean, I can't tell. I think some people are, are lost. I, I can't... I, I don't know. I Yourself think... Included? I mean, Vanilla... I know Vanilla leans a lot towards multis. I think he's Ezreal, which is fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think anyone can win. The game is, is terrible right now. For, for what it's worth, Nature's and, <laughs> Nature's and Weijin were the people who put him quite high. Weijin put him 10th and Nature's put him 11th. Yeah. Are they, aren't they in the same study group or, or not? No. No, 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 no. 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 Wait, Weijin oh. is with Boss of Skills, Malala, Minhi, uh, Clear, and Philip is actually part of that group. And oh, Philip, Philip. And there's someone else in the field who is as well, Jack. Jack. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I thought Jack was with Deepay and all of them. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Actually, yeah. I think you're right. Jack is part of it, but I think he's like, I think uh, it's like loosely associated. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the top 15. So we talked about who didn't make it, but these are the people who did. And we can start with Setsuko at the top. It looks like he got a pretty big gap over Disso. Previously, it looked like it was uh, Disso and Setsuko by just like a couple of points. It get, it got, the closest was actually last edition by a single point. One single ballot is what determines Setsuko over Dish Soap. This time, it's a bigger gap. Uh, now, that being said, people were making fun of us in the comments when we posted it today, Bryce, saying like, well, this was taken before the mock tournament when Setsuko went dead last. Uh, do you think that confidence is still there? You heard it from Soju and Preston. Bryce, what do you think? You've been spending some time with him. Uh, no. If I had to do it over again, I would do Dish Soap 1, Milk 2, Setsuko 3. I think he's so f insanely good at TFT that 
there's a decent chance that he like shows up locks in and pops off and makes worlds because he's just i think he is like very clearly tier 1a um but like i i, I mean i don't think that this i don't think that this set and especially i don't think that this patch rewards what makes Setsuko good at tft yeah, I mean that. So, so just for people who don't know, let's say they. I know some people who watch are saying like this is like the first set or two. So, what really is a patch that uh, Satsuka would flourish, or specifically, what are you what are you referring to? Oh, he's like a really fluid player. He's really good at identifying like board strength breakpoints and understanding like when he can agree to go to the next level. He's really good at capping out boards around legendaries. He's really good at playing good TFT, and this patch does not reward good tft by and large okay. i'm not saying that i'm not saying that okay. no good tft is played on this patch good tft I, relative to what you want out of the game and what you yeah. consider to be good TFT. correct okay. correct just want to get yes. that point out there because yeah. there's not there's actually not a lot of unanimous agreed upon what is good tft um it's interesting that you put Dissote number one, and Soju Impressive and said that they would rank Dissote number one. He's in chat asking you guys to stop ranking him number one. No, he he, he is number one. He's he's the clear <laughs> he's a clear favorite. I, I okay, these I will say, let's get let's take out these guys for a quick second to stop them from the dish soap jinxing because <laughs> it is really worth noting that milk is in peak form too. I think milk is better than dish soap. Honestly. I think I think milk is I, like right now think, or in general. Yeah, no, milk yeah, though, I, trust me, trust me, milk is I think I think Dizzo might be better. And Milk, then, and Milk then... chimes in for the first time the entire show. He's been listening, he's listening the whole time, and now as Wait. soon as we start hyping him up, he's like, I'm fucking lost. I am not good. You Milk, hold on one second. Milk didn't join this episode. We we were happy to have President, yeah. but we knew that he would join two in like four episodes. We asked Milk to come on this episode. He said he was not gonna watch the show, he's gonna prep. He's in chat right now, yapping. Right, and we know he's been watching the entire thing too like he watched the entire thing and then the second we start talking about him he pipes up <laughs> all, right, all right sorry 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 what, what were you saying told you you were talking about like how great why you think milk is oh, uh, I, th I think the three okay so like the three like players right now are dish soap sensical and milk mm -hmm. and i think milk has always been like the third because he just doesn't care but it's regionals man like i i guarantee you like i actually think milk has a, like this is not even a jinx like i'm, I'm telling you milk actually probably has a really high chance yeah. making it to worlds this, i agree this set. he does he does for sure why is he so why does he keep saying how bad he is he sucks he says that all the time trust yeah, me but like why all why? the time no, I, I mean, no, if, I if you know. just watch him play, you know, he, you, yeah. you, you can just tell, like, like he, he just, knows what he's doing. You just know he's, he's the best player on the He's team. also ordering about stuff now. When, when it's clicking for Milk, like, he was, like, yelling at Soju a couple of times today because he's like, how do you not know that, man? It was, like, not that common of knowledge, the thing, but Milk's like, I saw that. We figured that <laughs> no, out five And then, and then days I explained ago. my thought process, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, like, do you still think that? And he goes, yeah, yeah, above my pay grade. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> for sure. But, okay, here's the thing. That's above my pay grade. This patch is not good for, like, it, you can't play Lost Streak particularly well in this patch unless you're going multi-specifically. And you, like, first place is often decided in Stage 2 by, like, the early plus one lines, right? Like, getting off to the races. And so Milk does, he doesn't have as much agency to play for first on this patch as he would like. But everything else about this patch is really good for him. Milk is a patch optimizer. Right, he's someone who like takes lines and drills deeper on them than other people and finds edge on them uh, that other people won't. And this has been a long patch, which is really really good for him. And Milk is not afraid afraid to play degen, and this is a little bit of a degen patch. So I think that this I think that this sets up well for Milk to be able to find edge on a patch where it's kind of hard to find edge.
I, I'm confident. I actually have a lot of confidence in Milka as well. I do know that Soju has has been big Milka's biggest fan, basically. Like every time he like Milk's in good form. When 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 Soju's particularly emphatic about it, that means Milk's even in better form than you may realize. So uh, I, I I'm excited for it because he'll also say if like Milk's not actually in good form. But you know who might actually be in the best form so far? The highest ranking yet for precedent at number four. Dude, you made it to the top four. That's that's really impressive. A lot of other names that people might slot in there. So precedent, do you feel like you're worthy of that top four spot? Oh, I mean, I I mean, I, I, I think Gooms is better than me right now. So it's isn't, like, isn't like, fourth place basically like rank one? Because you're you're I don't think you're ever replacing the top three. No, I, I, I will. <laughs> no, okay, just wait. Just if it, wait. Yes, yes, he eventually I love this, P God. You got this. Keep going. You're not there okay, yet. Well, but... I mean, no, I mean just set ten. Like you're just gonna see me at the top every time. If I, if yeah, I love it. I, or at least I, I hope you will. <clears throat> How do you stay motivated and grind? It feels like everyone else is talking about motivation issues, but I don't, I don't see you struggling with the grind. At least, at least visibly. Maybe it is internally that you're not sharing. No, it's it's okay. I I like don't lose like that much motivation. Or I feel like I like it's like pretty easy for me to stay motivated. It's because I've never won anything. I, I'm like literally, I literally <laughs> the only thing I've ever won is more dog madness. And like on, okay, honestly, like that was like a fun tournament. But like who like who cares about more dog madness? Okay, oh, I, I, okay, more I, dog? I, like, the tournament was really fun, but it's like in terms of like like a like like a trophy, like you know, like like on your on your like shelf type thing. It's like from like that type of perspective, it's like bro, like more dog madness is not going up there. It's like even like no always says like you know like like these like little cups like don't matter like stuff like like Noxus cups stuff like that but it's like like they matter to me like i've literally never won anything <laughs> then why didn't you sign up you if they mean something why didn't you sign up for Noxus cup you know okay that in-house tournament you might have noticed the 16 player list did not have a name precedent uh -huh. despite being so high ranked because every there was there was only a limited of slots so we did by qualifier points as the rankings and Preston was second to last so he was third on the waiting list we didn't play in the tournament because he didn't sign up for Noxus Cup if it matters so much to you why didn't you play oh honestly i don't know oh, but yeah all right so we <laughs> got called back. out more just got added a bunch what did i miss oh, more, oh don't worry no, 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 Preston no. was talking missed... about how the peak of his career has been more dog madness yeah he was talking about the only yeah, that was he's the best won, part of his career so far so he feels so glad that it's that one <laughs> uh, all right well goobums i think is really strong as well and if i were to redo yep. rankings i probably would put goobums in that top four as well i agree with precedent there mm -hmm. uh and it's funny because i know that people have been also trying to pry tech off of goobums because he's usually a guy that knows a bunch of tech is that true do you guys feel like goobums has tech or is it like the scouting reports have come back false yeah bro this guy always has something it's him and dishop that always have something and they're like the type okay dishop usually is like like you know like pretty open about like his stuff but goobums yeah. is the type to just never share it, yeah like, like, like this region true. like since this region like dishop's probably gonna like keep to himself and he never we always give him shit about it like good-natured Lee, and, and he always like, why you guys always like poke about this? And it's like, well, because you steal everyone else's tech, but you like jealously hoard yours. And he's like, that's not true. I share so much tech. It's like you share with a really narrow group of people compared to who you're <laughs> pulling from, man. You're let's just put it this way: you're importing more tech than you're exporting. He's like the inverse of Sox. Sox leaks all the tech and Goobum yes. steals and withholds <laughs> yeah. all the tech. And when it was their study group was that, it was like, okay, this is fair. Like, on balance, <laughs> this is the force is evenly oh, distributed. Man. That's too funny. Number five is where it, or rather, number six is something that starts to get really interesting. I think this is, I think this is a shift in maybe just how we're viewing rankings in general, because this might be 
the biggest jump we've seen in quite some time, which is Darth Noob has gone from an, uh, a relatively on the outskirts, maybe a 15th or 14th pick, now shooting up to number six. Uh, Soju precedent is, is Darth Noob really that impressive? Why is, why is everyone voting him so high now? Oh, Bro, it's, I mean, it's because of the in-house scores of of a one-day sample size. Like he, he pops off a warm day, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, Darth no, this guy's a beast." I mean, he's oh, good. Yeah, well, he's I'm actually a different good. Opinion. <laughs> yeah, I okay, mean, you made it sound on. like he wasn't that good, but you ended with he's actually good. Oh yeah, though. no, he is good. But like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve fifth, but I mean, no, he's good. But like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I mean, I I really Darth Noob like really highly. It's just because, or, or, like, because I'm. Um, I, I like played like a lot of the in-houses and I know it's like like only, it's only like a couple of days sample size for that like uh I had like when when I had to submit like the rankings, but it's like he was like for sure like like the player that like stood out the most to me, like out of like all the games I played. And it's like 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 there were like a, a, a couple people that like stuck out to me and he he like stuck out the most and then it's like there were just like you you can just tell when someone like when you play a bunch of games, you can just tell like when someone sticks out and like when someone's like like bro, like you didn't even know that they were in your lobby. And like like yeah, I don't know. I just thought Dark Noob was pretty yeah. good. So wait, would you would you still put him there if you did your list today? Uh, okay. He has not been playing that much recently, so it's like I can't tell. But it's like uh, he would definitely be like pretty close. Is like, there a is there a word in which he's game. hiding tech? I don't know this, but I'm just. Oh, he probably, absolutely probably, is hiding tech. He for, uh, he for sure has some tech. He like does all the math. Yeah. So his, I'm, I'm asking his, if that's why he's tech, playing less right now. Is his tech is that uh, he actually plays Twisted Fate? I think the right way. Um, he's one of the few dedicated Twisted Fate players because he is willing to flex to all different kinds of comps and lines, as well as play the OP ones. I think that's what makes him really scary and why he was very consistent the first few days, but everyone was figuring it out. So, that makes sense. Um, out, of, out of curiosity, if you guys had to say which which legend is more skill expressive right now, Twisted Fate or, or Earth, what would you what would you say? I, I think TF. Okay. Dan? Me? Oh, Twisted yeah. Fate by, by a big margin, in my opinion. So, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, I, I but that, so that's too. not to say Earth is like easy. Earth is hard in his own ways. But I was saying that I think the cap, like the, the true potential in cap with fate is so high that it's like you might as well just play the stupid easy strategies. Like, why, why I try to stress have... out for a 5% optimization when you have a huge chance of failure, like because of your own blunders and mistakes? Like, why not just, like, take something that's, like, 95 or 90% as effective with, like, 10% of the effort? I, I think I, I think TF has a lower floor, but, like, a higher ceiling. I, like, yeah. like, the yes, floor of TF is, well, like, Well, actually, really, that's a good really summary of what I said, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes tons of sense. I think it's really <laughs> interesting. Mort brought up, how said in chat, how far we've come since, you know, original thinking on TF. And that's exactly why I asked the question, because it's really interesting coming into the patch as someone who hadn't been playing the set, I just come from the premise of like, Earth will be the harder, more skill expressive line, Twisted Fate will be the easier line. And it's, I think it's pretty clearly not. And I think it's because on some level, like philosophically we've evolved our thinking about how to approach TF. It's the, it's the weird side effect of having legends the whole set is that because Pandora's so inconsistent before, we didn't get to really optimize it. Now we've had a chance to play like a ridiculous amount of Pandoras. And so we've, op we've thought about it and optimized it at a totally different level than how we used to play the Augment. Yep. I think TF, you're actually playing the game, but I think Earth, like, you still need the knowledge, like, to, to know how to play every single plus one. And sometimes you don't, like, take a, a better plus one because it's better for your spot. But, like, the thing is, it's like with TF, is like, I don't actually want to play TFT. I'm down to just commit to one. GG's. <laughs>
That's so funny that you're saying TF is playing TFT because in a lot of ways, this yeah. legend is not TFT uh, because of the way it manipulates items, which is a very funny way uh, to think about it. Uh, all right, well, so that was our top six. We have Kurum and uh, by himself, by the way. Kurum getting a lot of respect. This feels like um like like kind of right in terms of the consistency that Kurum's had uh but i don't you know it's, it's always hard for me to rank someone who already made it to the world championships i'm not entirely sure because like you he can say all the right things which is like i really care i want it but today he was playing live dude Kurum was playing live today he wasn't actually even grinding in houses because he was prepping for worlds that way I, I was actually messaging with him about that and i think he was kind of torn around what was the correct way to approach regionals because i think he is he's a really he's a He's a deep competitor. Anyone who knows anything about Kerm knows that, like, when he's not doing well in tournaments, he's super pissed at himself. Like, he expects to do well, and if he doesn't, then he works until he gets back there. Um, and so it's going to be hard for him, I think, to show up to regionals and not his peak form. Yeah. Especially since regionals, it's like the tournament that you always show up for in peak form. He really gets up for regionals. He gets super excited, and he definitely locks in. But I was like, look, man, it's like you already the advantage you got in qualifying early is you get to look ahead. You don't have to yeah, win. Yeah, he doesn't regional, have to. Yeah. Right? And and let's. And the question I have for you is, like, how much do you care about being able to say you were a regional champion if it, relative to being a world champion? Because if the answer is not, it's not that important to you relative, you, I don't know how many shots you get at Worlds, so maximize your chances at Worlds. So, so yeah, I mean, if, if we were to do this, I would probably move, redo this. I would move Kerm even further down. I think I didn't even have him that high up in the first place, but uh, I, I think that we're all in the same boat. And... No, I don't think people should hold Kerm to like a really high standard this weekend. Now we're kind of seeing where his head's at. Uh, Wage, on the other hand, has kind of just continued to fall. I think uh, he, it's not his set, really, for the most part. I don't think he likes it uh, in terms of the direction of like where it fits his skill sets. Um, he's still a strong player, though. Look, look at the respect that he's gotten. Out of all, a lot of the newcomers who like kind of splash into the top 15 and maybe they weave in and out, Wage is just very consistently uh, in the top top finishers all the time and the one thing i want to say is people say that tft feels like hard to break it hard to really make it you know you're you're mm -hmm. like a player that's just getting a that's getting gate kept by all the people saying you're just bad even if you enter you're winning mickey mouse land like no one cares about it until regionals and people have like used this to criticize a lot of the tft scene but i think it's interesting that Weijin kind of serves as a counter example of a player that's truly excellent be able to break through the ranks ranks and actually show and that you can actually break into the top ranks um, and stayed there. Like, it's actually a, a surprise and a disappointment for him to be top eight, Bright. Yeah, I think he's very, he's ensconced in that position. He is an elite player. I think, I think there's a pretty clear, like, tier one, tier two. And I think he's pretty clearly in that tier two. But that's a, that's a, that's a hard tier two to get in, right? Like, I think, I think Prestavin's in that tier two. I think Soju, when he's trying, is in that tier two, right? That's, but that's hard. We talk about these guys as, like, the rank one on command players. That's how these guys always talk about that kind of tier where it's, like, you're confident this person like takes its ladder really seriously and sweats they'll hit rank one i think Weijin's a player of that caliber okay all right uh okay i want to ask soju and precedent about these two players uh re replay and casper uh they're so hard to predict I, you, you never know what form they're in you can't tell if they're trolling their games on ladder and in in houses uh, Re Replay is taking Golden Egg at 30 HP. That's literally the Robin songs when he's just memeing on stream. Like, uh, the, the, like what, what's going on? What, what, are these guys actually good or are they just kind of messing around? I think I think both of the players, like, it's, it's cool that you guys, like, kind of bunch them together because we have this, I feel like I have the same reason I think Preston probably does as well. But, um, I, I mean, I think both of their fundamentals are really good. Like, they look like, I mean, they know what they're doing. They know why they're doing it. But you just don't know... Cause like I feel like they're like more unique. Like they play like different. 
but like, like I don't see Casper ever not go for a nine trade. I don't understand. And like, I don't know. Are you calling me I, a high roller? No, 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 no. I, it's just like the way they approach. There was this one meta way back in like set seven or eight. I don't remember, but he, it was like he, people were like really poor. But he was claiming it was like a fast nine meta, and he's like almost always trying to go nine. He probably has the highest eighth place rate, but also like the highest first place rate. Probably higher first place than eighth place. Like his scores are good. Like Casper's good. I would actually put him like top like seven probably. Re replay. I mean today, I don't know what happened, but like, he just went eight eight. But it doesn't matter. Like it, like no one cares about these in houses. Like it, trust me, there are people that are like I'm just looking. Like Casper's playing a Lowy reroll, and then I was like <laughs> we were about to kick him because I I don't want to play with that. But um. Ugh. But yeah, I mean, you can't really tell, but I know for sure they're good. Like, they're actually good. They, okay. they know what they're doing, so. Any, anything to follow up on that, Preston, or should we talk about DQA? Uh, I mean, I, I, I think they're both good. I, like, do not, I, I don't know why I, like, never, I, like, rarely, ever, like, play in-house with Casper, because, like, he just, like, never plays, like, when I play or something, or, like, we're always in different lobbies. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think, said, like, I think they're both, I think they're both good. Just, I just, like, haven't, like, gotten to, like, See, like, 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 eye testing that much lately, but it's also like eye testing it in houses. Is like, I mean, that's like the only thing I can really go off of. For what it's, it's worth, like, not like that accurate. Both these guys are like statistically right where they like right where they're ranked is where their stats basically say they are. Casper should be a little bit higher by stats. He's like sixth overall in AVP, sixty percent top four rate. Goes first twice as often as he goes eighth. And replay is uh, eighth or it looks like ninth maybe on okay. AVP depending on. What you're talking about the at. tournament season, yeah. Yeah, tournament okay. season. All all the tournaments have set nine and nine point five. So okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about DQA, who uh, once again is kind of resorting to some of his old tactics of hard committing to a one trick, but he's doing it through the inversion. He's not actually playing like twisted fate into multicasters. He's actually doing it in quite possibly one of the hardest ways I've seen, which is he's changing his legend like every so so often, every few games. And trying from different angles. He's tried Twisted Fate, he's tried Ezreal, he's tried uh, Orn, and now he's playing Poro into multicasters. Really fascinating approach. Uh, so, do you guys, so what, what's your reaction? When you see DQ in your lobby, Preston, what are you thinking? Oh, I mean, it's like, it's like, oh, fuck, it, like, oh, great. I have to deal with this, with this person <laughs> like, the most broken comp in the game, or not like the most broken comp, like the most like tilting comp to play against in the game. Why is it so tilting to play against? I mean, it's because sometimes, sometimes like your entire board just gets blown up by this like nine dollar piece of shit squid that like, and your board is like probably worth like maybe like five times as much as it. I think it's that is the biggest thing about what we guess. The optics are terrible. It looks like their board is so much weaker. Uh, mm -hmm. So, was, what was the board you were playing that milk lost? I was, think, I was actually nine? just thinking about that. <laughs> oh wait, 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 what? Wait, wait, what did you ask? No, I was like, the, 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 weren't you talking about like a... Wait, wait, so you're saying you were thinking about what? I was talking about the multicasting oh, board. Bryce was actually watching that game. I, bro, I had six Ionia, four Vanquisher. Like, yeah, I didn't have Shen, but like I had Zaya two, Ionia, the dude two, like Nyla two. And I just lost to a Velkos two with no Jarvan. Like, how? I, I don't even know. I, we load in and Bryce's like, oh, this guy is so weak. And I'm like, I agree. <laughs> and I lost. And like, I, I don't know. I saw that. I was just like, oh, whatever. There have been a bunch of these fights. We had when, <laughs> Phoenix was in a fight like that on like four or five yesterday where he was all in on four or five. And he, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and he had Shen two. He had Zaya two. He hit the whole fucking board. And he just went up against someone who was level 750 gold multis just completely standard version i think he did have jarvin one <laughs> and it, the fight wasn't even that close man like he got beat so hard with like two items shin three items i or something it was so bad i don't get it
So, are you afraid of DQA, Soju? Uh, I think DQA is like, he's good when he, he wants to be good, but I don't think he like cares that much. Um, I think he could be a lot better if he cared. Oh, for yeah, sure. I, I, I think every, I, I think he would be the first person to tell yeah. you that. There's, um, yeah, DQA's arc is like he never spends enough time on TFT, so he never realizes his potential. He develops a kind of, he always goes with a, like a narrow strategy at regionals and just tries to optimize it and see if he can have like a good read on the meta and find success. And then if he qualifies to worlds that way, then he then he's like, okay, I'm at worlds. I kind of want to do well. Then he invests and he'll work his ass off from like the moment he qualifies Intel worlds to try to be good. And and he does get good. He like peak DFT, DQA is really fucking good at TFT, but he doesn't, he just never allocates the life resources mm -hmm. to like being good regularly. I, I will say that I'm scared if DQA qualifies for the world championship because then he has to learn a patch where I, according to the stats, I just checked on live today, just as I'm curiosity, multicaster is performing very poorly. And so if he's not able to play multicasters and he qualifies, he spends all this time just learning this one trick. He has three to four days before worlds. It's actually that soon. So yeah, he crazy. can't, he, like he hasn't, he has, he's gonna have almost no practice relative to everybody else. Yeah. And I wonder if he's gonna actually qualify. So. I feel like I don't even want him to, to win because I feel like he's going to yeah. embarrass North America on the world stage if he's not going to be prepared, man. And we we talked way too much shit over the past, like, six months. We've talked way too yeah. much shit. Like, it, it, the, the, the cows will come hurt or whatever the saying is. Like, they'll eventually come home to, or the chickens will come home to roost. It's going to be so nasty if we yeah. get embarrassed on the big stage by yeah. EU, Bryce. Listen, like, we can't I let that happen. I have a lot of thoughts on this. One, I completely agree. I'm terrified of the fact that this patch is lower skill expression and we might <laughs> send like a weaker lineup relative to our peak skill ceiling. Not that anyone in regionals is bad at TFT. You can't make regionals if you're bad at TFT. But anyone yes, in the bot... Okay, whatever. Relative to you, P-God, man. Like, uh, like, fine. Yes, you can be bad. You can make regionals be bad relative to P-God. I agree. You can make regionals <laughs> be bad relative to Dishsilper Setsuko. Like, fine. But you can't be bad at TFT and make regionals, man. It's pretty hard. It's a hard game. A lot of these people are not playing it every hour of every day like you oh, are. Bryce. And, and they're very good. They're just, they can't get to quite your level, whether they have this <laughs> skill feeling to get there or not. You, you forgot the part of the show where Soju just called 10 people in regionals bad. I know, I know. I just, I, 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 I'm not gonna. I, I refuse to go the whole show and, and let these guys just slander the, the bottom right. half of regionals field. They are worse than you, yes, for sure. All right. All right. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm worried, and I'm to be clear, I'm worried about sending them to worlds. I want to send. I, yeah, I, totally. I want to send our best players to worlds so that we can back up our shit shit talk. He's capable, but like, yeah, will he be able to? I, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about these uh, players. Who out of Deepay, Robin, T Lies, and Toronto? Actually, let's let's just talk about the big one. Robin at thirteen is a shocker to most people. Robin is usually like the lowest, like in that seven eight yep. range. Uh, and Robin, I mean, I can tell you right now, I rate him really low because his in house scores mm -hmm. were terrible, and he was even telling me he was getting bodied when I was asking him in chat. Yep. But is he doing better? Precedent is Robin in better form now that we're a few days later oh. at these bells. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think I think he's a lot better now. So it's like I, I like I like put him pretty low, uh, low like during the uh like when I had to submit it. But that's like that's because I had to like submit it like a few days ago. So, but it's like, like if I th if I could like redo it, I think I'd put him like in like top eight. Okay. Okay. Like, so, like somewhere along. So do you agree? Top eight. Yeah, I I, I think it, it, next time we do like these rankings, I think it's way better to just do it like a few. I don't know like how time constraint you guys have, but if you were to do it like a few days before the tournament, or like not a few days, but like, even like a couple days, like two days or maybe one day, like the day before, 
Or like, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like right it, now. Would, like, it would be a lot more accurate. Just so, <laughs> no, but this happens like every time. I feel like the, this this ranking, like it always happens. Yeah. It happens just like it, it does, everyone's it opinion changes. And it happens the most for regionals because it's the tournament where everyone kind of comes out of the work and starts trying. So oftentimes people are not there in the beginning. And then when they would just stay not very good for a cup, they like, yeah actually get good yeah the problem is graphics so we can't get it we can't do we can't have our website we can't have everything published it can't it won't look good and it won't be with the rest of it so we could theoretically try one time doing it just for regionals but we wouldn't get the graphics for it yes i don't understand the okay it's fine i I mean no no it's because we actually this is a good opportunity to plug it uh the website has all of our ballots you can see how soju voted you can see how president voted you see how me bryce it's very transparent open it's just simple one in 15 also, it would help support the show. It's one of the best ways you can actually support yeah. the show is click on that website, give them a little bit of traffic because they do that all that stuff for us for free. And we just, you know, we, we really appreciate the partnership. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Esports Media. Um, anyways, uh, now that the ad's over, Robin at 13. But today, what, where, Bryce, I think you were talking to him in the chat just now. What did he say? He, he was joking. I asked how he was doing, and he said he went from 13th to 12th. I think he's mostly joking. <laughs> I think he's probably. I think he probably has gone from 13th to around like the seven eight range. Okay. I think that anyone, I I rated him. Everyone rated him lowly based on his <clears throat> scores. I watched some of those games. He did not look good in those games, but I still rated him kind of high because. He's fucking Robin. Like, did anyone not think this guy? Like, it's it's not a bad patch for him. Like, flowchart TFT, I think, is like the way to approach this patch, and he's really good at that style. And uh, he was always going to get good enough. Like, he's he's like North America's most consistent tournament performer, probably. Uh, over if you go overall, like over the course of the last yeah. five sets or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he actually almost is statistically that he is yeah. the most consistent, which is why Gangly even uh, has a video about is Robin songs currently the North American goat, which is pretty funny. Uh, okay, so, uh, so not not funny as the concept, but it's just funny uh, that he that he was so willing to crown that immediately uh, and yeah. then re-replay One World. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and talk about D-Pay T-Lies in Toronto, Tokyo. Uh, out of these three people who are like kind of dark horses, people might not know a lot about them or they might know like if they follow their streams. Uh, who's the most impressive or scary player? We'll start with Soju. Uh... I don't know. I can't tell. I think I think T-Lades is good. But I think when someone looks good on Earp, it means they high rolled. But I think DK <laughs> is actually playing the game. Interesting. Wait, interesting. Play, but DK plays multicasters like Soju rated Toronto Tokyo games. Yeah, like almost all of them. Soju rated Toronto Tokyo fifth. That's because really? in, in the like the two games that yeah. I played with him. Or like not the two games, like the ten games that I played with him. Every single time, he's just in the best spot imaginable. You can't high roll ten times straight. But I, I mean, you can. But like, I don't know. I just looked at his spot. I'm just like, wow. Like this guy <laughs> won the game, and that happened ten games in a row. So I was just lost. Well, I, I like a similar like like the first like couple of days of in houses like, uh like it, it was him and Darth that stuck out to me like the most. Like just like playing like. And like whenever like I would just notice, uh, but I don't I don't know like, like it was like the, it was like the first couple of days that now so that, like he like, uh, he like stuck out a lot. But, like I think like over the past like couple of days I've like no been like noticing like less and less. I, I don't I don't mean to like, like no. yeah. Oh, but, no. but like so yeah. I like I I think I rated him like pretty highly though, like when I when I submitted it. That's totally good. That's totally fair. I, I think that like ultimately, uh, these rankings, as we know, are subject to change. We, let's try next season, Bryce. If we can push the timeline just a little bit, see so if we can expedite the, expedite the process just slightly. Because uh, I do think it'd be really interesting. That being said, yeah. uh, happy for Toronto Tokyo, his first time getting through. 
uh and t-lades t or t <laughs> these guys are messing with my heads not they, they, they were calling him t-ladies t-lides yeah. i don't know it's like every time i look at his name i i, I like become like dyslexic or something like that <laughs> okay yeah that is true he actually does have w w worse than slot yeah. naming like what is this it's actually wist it's bad for socials it's bad for reading comprehension come on man but sometimes it's, like, it's just six consonants like one out of every three p-god mispronunciations is so funny that everyone just starts copying it that way i call it marty every what time else there's a bunch of them what are those best ones man i forget no, no like when you, when you look at a word it's and you look at like the first letter. you like read it fast you look at the first letter and the last letter and like you can like tell by like basically like what it is by like how many letters it is if you just switch like his his e to an a it's t ladies <laughs> so it's like so it's like i feel like it's like super easy to get that mixed up also like in the t-lides or t-lides isn't it supposed to be an i not an e no it's his last name man it's his last name his last name oh, is lides oh with the isn't that lades apparently it's not T is it tyler tyler <laughs> lades i i thought i thought it was i don't know i used to call him tilitis uh which sounds like a lides. disease but uh yeah, yeah. Okay. not he's not in chat to correct us <laughs> no he is actually he's just hey, laughing hit us, hit, hit us with the knowledge how do we do this once <laughs> he's actually in chat i'm under the i don't have the impression it's t lides if that's wrong please tell us uh, it, it, uh, while we do that we can move on to our next segment which is agree where we put a statement on the screen and ask uh the people across including those in chat if you agree so uh the first one is uh we'll, we'll start with an easy one just to loft ourselves in there which is uh something from the dev learnings article players love regional portals and when we think about the greatest hits of tft we'll have to include portals in that conversation this is directly linked to the fact that Mortdog considers set nine in his top two sets of all time but it could have to do with like the portals and design being a big part of that so i just want to ask for your opinions we'll start off with precedent Agree. Uh, I I I think like the concept of it is like is like really cool, but man, there are some there are some trash ass portals. But like the entire like the like the concept is, is cool though. I, I I overall I liked it. Out of curiosity, how many of your trash ass portals to use your phrasing is, are because of their interaction with legends, and how much of them are just in a vacuum bad? Like you would never want to play on them no matter what. Uh, I I don't know. Okay, so one of like my big like one of the like, portals I hated the most. It's it's like not like an issue this set. I don't, I don't think this was like an, a, a legend interaction but it's like it was hearthome last set hearthome last set with like radiant ga like i i just hated that portal so much just because it's like if yeah. you weren't like tunneling on an like an uh, like an item like fat caliber there was like it was basically in a category of its own you were playing at such a disadvantage so i i, I really dislike that one so i'm gonna take that as an agree from precedent so jude does that sound like you agree uh yeah no i i agree i mean yeah i mean I think like if you're just going for fun, like competitively speaking, there are some that are just like terrible. Like Hall of the Nine benefits like it's not just Legends. Like it benefits a lot of the like certain spots a lot more. Like for example, like one of them is like multicasters with the Orn items. Like that's just like one example. But like sometimes it gives a tome and you can't even use a tome. Like that stuff is like it's really fun in solo queue. But the thing is like sometimes you just get griefed in a, in a tourney where it's like you're only playing six games <laughs> and you just get like straight up griefed by Mort Dog like out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, grief by re replay. You can't, that that system is supposed to have a natural check and balance where all you guys all find them fun. You all vote for those portals every single time you're in solo queue. 
right? Yeah. I'm actually, I'm sh I was shocked by how much these type of Hall of Nine were popular in solo queue, even at high elo, everyone votes for them. In tournament, no one votes for them except for like the re replays of the world. Like more, if, if you if you guys all agreed that it was a bad portal for tournament, then you would never have to play it in tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's just a, like, like it's going on what uh, Preston was saying, like, for example, like, Placidium Library just favors the Earth players so, like, it's so unbelievable. And, like, when there's interactions <laughs> like that, where, like, you're, you're on a certain legend that guarantees certain augments, you can just sit on the portal and just grief the rest of the lobby. And, like, like for example, like, TF in, like, uh, in Hearth Home, you just get a free Radiant RFC. Like, no one can build five bows out of nowhere, unless you're on TF, and you just win the game for free. Uh, oh yeah. Or I like mean, Ez Ezreal Glass <laughs> Industries was a huge Yeah, exactly. Like some on. of these interactions are just straight up reportable. But like yeah. but oh, overall, man. like I think portals are are really fun. Like I think I like this more than Carousel. Oh man, it's so funny. I'm just gonna jump in here that I love that these two guys agree, but then went on like minutes long tangents about their least favorite portals and then summarized, but yeah, I love portals. Uh, it's, it's actually too funny, man. Just like listening to these guys talk about it with that, that little sandwich. Uh, I, I'm, I guess you guys know where I'm going to stand. I'm just going to let it know. I agree. I think regional portals is like one of the best mechanics like ever made in TFT. I think it's like genius for the, the novelty of the game. Uh, and it also unlock, allows you to lock behind frequency things that, uh, potentially could be really good when done sparingly. Right. Like there are sometimes fun portals that are only like this comp is only viable on this type of portal. Uh, and that I think is really fun. Also, they get to monitor player behavior. So like now there's like almost too much empirical evidence that people love prismatics. Like before, do you guys remember prismatic lobbies were complained about endlessly, yes. endlessly. And now it's like y'all vote for that shit. And it's so yes. public and transparent. No one can complain about it ever. Everyone's gravitating towards it. You guys have been exposed. Everyone in TFT is a fraud. <laughs> no, it's the tier ones are even worse. Like, <laughs> Like, it's not the Prismatic. Trust me, it's not the Prismatic. It's just no one wants to play Tier 1. Like, this Tier 1, it's unbelievable. I, I <laughs> Loading with TF, you win for free. Loading with Earth, you have a chance to just go 8th instantly. Like, there's just no way. Like, <laughs> I mean, when you're competing, yeah, but, I, like, when I, I watch your guys' streams, and Dan's right, you vote for all. You guys, you all guys vote, vote for, this for shit. all of them. You all vote for this shit, man. <laughs> like, well, I was surprised fun. at first. Yeah, see, Piot admits it at least. You guys I mean, vote for it. It's fun hardly. It's not fun getting railed in it, though. Yeah, for sure. It, yeah, that's the thing. You opt, you opt into something with more variance. It's that's fun when you're on solo queue because you don't care that much about your LP and you know you can get it back. In tournament, you care, so you don't want it to be that high variance. You want to be able to express your skill and be your opponent. So it's understandable. Uh, I'm gonna agree. I think this was a really cool set mechanic for a bunch of reasons. One of my favorite reasons is because the first time we've ever seen the real time learning on a previous set mechanic this felt this is the first time a set mechanic really kind of felt like a successor and interest to a previous one to me this was just better galaxies and they used it as a way of getting rid of opening carousel which was always stupid so it was like a really smart way of coming up with a fun beginning to a game of tft that is just better i agree that i don't love every single portal i think my by far my least favorite thing about portals is their interaction with legends so the fact that legends is going away i would be totally down for portals to stay i do think we have to be honest about some of the ones that just don't feel very good to play but some of them i think take time like i think every, i think there are a lot of people who still don't like the sump for example and i understand why they don't like it but i think if you actually approach the sump completely differently it does become maybe better although i think if everyone does then it becomes bad again so maybe it's just bad no matter uh, what I, I i i like the sump i, I go on the almost every time <laughs> 
what? There's no way you like no, the sump. I, I, Come on. Some players have huge edge on the sump. No. Oh, that's, uh, okay, that's how you know these guys are high rollers. You no, 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 no. The fun. sump is all about stage two. It's like yeah, purely it's about stage two. The game is, you can completely tell your placements. I sound like Soju. You can completely tell what placements you're going to be in in stage two. <laughs> Soju, back me up. Yeah, I mean, I okay. I don't okay, know. Well, one thing about this sump though, that I feel like people don't do enough is roll on stage two. Yes, they don't roll at all. You should be rolling every stage. You should be on the sump. You should you should for sure be rolling on two one or two two most games unless you are giga high rolling, and you should be rolling really throughout. Like you can roll on four five six seven on the sump. Yeah, oh, or there's just you a blatant just high roller that just, just naturals upgrades and they're just fast ages Whatever. sitting there rolling on eight four three. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, if I'm like if I'm like the biggest low roller of the sump, I'm like I'm down with just FF. Listen, what what's the name of the show? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, the, I mean, yeah, but like I don't know. Never mind. I, I'm not gonna complain. No worries. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That's our first one. Uh let's go to one where I think is an important conversation we need to have. It's a little bit more serious. Uh, or, or actually quite similar to what, everything we've been saying, which is, this is the least enjoyable regionals meta we've ever had. I've heard this across the board uh, from players who are saying it publicly as well as privately and uh, even just typing into each other all the time. Uh, do, we want, do we agree with this? Let's start off with Soju. Um, I think yes, but part of it, it's not only Legends, but I think part of it is actually people just have... I, I don't know if this is the longest patch we've had before actually playing on it, um, but it's also people literally can just search up like bis itemizations, and it's just unfortunate that there's like no playable comps without plus ones, that like that like every like it's just so solved. Like when you lose to someone that's playing the comp that you usually play, and they're doing something different, then you try it and then it works out. It's just like it's just too solved, and then also it's just unfortunate that that like plus ones are, are what it is and then multicasters like how this nine gold is just scaling into late game but uh i think if people were better in that the 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 what what patch was it where it was the cled reroll and it was Sivir. like it was i don't even know like Sivir was also just horrendously this, this like set, this set six right strikers was was cled in that one as well or no Oh no, set five set five set five was cled. Yeah, set five was set cled. six was Sivir. I think the Sivir one, like high key, might be the same one as this if people were better at the game. I think Milk was just super ahead of, of like like in terms of meta raid. Well the that... Sivir the Sivir one is the one where Socks taught everybody, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but Milk optimized it and played many, it like a lot of people, yeah, a lot of yeah. people didn't know. Uh, we always yeah. just steal from Socks. Like this Socks guy is a beast. And then we just <laughs> we just copy him and then we just try to optimize it. We which is which off. is exactly why I think Milk does have edge this weekend, because it's exactly that kind of vibe where like Milk has just had a chance to optimize some of these lines. <clears> yeah. Multis. But but overall, I, I don't know if it is, but I think it's part of it is just it, it's more so Earth and TF being a meta is just so boring. But, but like, there's there's some skill expression, like there really is. Like I don't, it's not an ad. Like it actually there is. There's there's definitely places to get edge, and then it's also. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it's okay, I guess. I I mean, we all complain. But I mean, regionals is fun. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I can't tell. I guess this, this is like a half agree uh, from Soju. I guess because the other half would be that it's, a, it's, it's a, not a, it's a a begrudging agree. It's like, a, like yeah, I'm not like gonna a, I'm not gonna rage quit the tournament. Like I'm still having fun playing TFT, but like I I don't know. It's not that good. All but right, yeah. precedent. Uh, I mean, this is my own, this is only my second regionals that I've, I've played in, 
but I, I like it's just like like this patch uh but like spending like spending as many hours as I, as I do like on this patch is just like it's just overall like the experience is like been unenjoyable compared to like like some patches before so it's like i, I would probably say yeah okay but i i've only this is only my second one so i don't have much compared compared yeah to exactly it. it feels almost unfair because if it's like the worst one out of the two it's like <laughs> i mean you can't really tell uh that yet um bryce Wow, this is this conversation is going a lot differently than I thought it would. To be honest with you, I thought these guys were gonna like rant a little bit about some of their dislike for the patch, but they were both like very. Oh, I mean, this patch. Is oh, I mean, I can go into I, the I, detail like... on why it's terrible. <laughs> but, like, well, that, well, that's one what I thought time. you were gonna one do. One at a time, please. That's what I thought you were gonna do. So now I, I, there was like a thing that I thought I was gonna say, but now I feel like I have to talk about some of the <laughs> some of this stuff. So I, I don't know if you guys want to go back, but like, okay, here's I'm gonna be talking for a long time. I guess is what I'm saying. I have a lot to fucking say about this topic. Okay. okay and, and Mortog is here, so I'm going to start with nice things. I think it's important. I believe in, this is the best, TFT is the best game I've ever played in my life. I mean that. I've invested more in TFT than I ever had in a video game. And I love it with all my heart. It's brought a lot of, it's brought great community in my life. That being said, I feel like these guys are being overly generous. I think this patch is terrible. And I think that. While I enjoyed nine as a set, it was not a top two set for me, but I enjoyed nine as a set. I think 9.5 has been pretty bad throughout. And I, I don't like saying that. I'm not saying that for fun. I just think like, listen, I've been on paternity leave for two months. Last time I was on paternity leave, I played infinite TFT on my iPad. I wanted to play a bunch of TFT. I didn't because at no point in time did it seem like the, the high ELO players, my friends, were having that much fun playing TFT. Every single patch, there was a major issue. The meta wasn't that good. It wasn't that fun for, for 9.5. Now, I'm not saying no one had fun. There were lots of people who had fun playing this set. And, and I'm not saying there's no skill expression on this, on this patch or this set. There is. TFT is a ridiculously complicated game. It's part of what makes it so great. There is always opportunity for skill expression. Even the worst TFT metas, there's opportunity for skill expression. This is one of the worst TFT metas. And there's a bunch of reasons why, right? There's the interaction between legends, portals, and augments that is hugely problematic and especially problematic on this patch. Because when, when you go into a game, there's a couple of viable strategies. Let's say Earth and TF being the dominant ones and a couple other ones that are similar, right? Uh, in style to, to some of the other stuff, um, like Ezreal, Orn, etc. Some Poro play. Um, Ezreal and, or sorry, TF and Earth do completely different things. So Earth want to play towards the plus twos, the verticals. They want to, um, they, they want to like push like to these maximum first place boards. The the TF line, the the multi multicasters as like the baseline wants to do something completely different, right? So the problem is depending on what portal you happen to get, and then what augmented tier is at the beginning. If it's silver in your TF, that's a huge huge advantage that you did nothing for you expressed no skill to wind up on this huge advantage if you're an earth player and you wind up in placidium library you express no skill to be in a huge advantage if it is a gold augment to be able to go for a plus two guaranteed from the start it's of the plus game. two into tactician's tools you forgot yeah. about the tactician's tools it's, it is so and, and, and for for me for me, that is so contrary to what TFT is about. TFT is about, like, you get thrown a lot of different stuff at you, but it's pretty fair throughout. And, like, yeah, you're going to low roll sometimes. Yeah, you're going to high roll sometimes. This is even about that. This is before the game. It felt like it's even begun on 2-1. Most people don't feel like oh. the game has really started yet. 
and it's already bad. And then the meta itself, in terms of like where, where multis is at as a baseline of power level, right? I'm not saying, I'm not a guy who looks at boards and says like gold value even should be an even fight. If you have more gold value on your board, you should win. I think that's stupid. I think people who think that you should just be able to play legendaries and it's the best board in the game always, I don't think that's correct. But there is some amount of that that we expect to see. And if the multicaster board is worth 20 gold less than the enemy board and the enemy board makes sense it's up it's in a you know tree that makes sense it's you're built the items you're supposed to build you have the upgrades you're supposed to have and you're getting hit on that's a huge problem so i i came back to this patch fresh 9.5 not having played it and i have gone through it primarily because i've been hanging out with these guys it's been pretty fun i'm not sure I, and I, because i promised you that i would get into form so we could co-stream for regionals but this is not a good regionals patch and by the way that's all my opinion the last thing i'm going to say is this is not just my opinion i've been doing the same interview of the regionals players the entire regionals field all 24 players actually 23 players because milk always makes regionals and he never interviews with me he never yeah. answers my yeah, fucking questions <laughs> <laughs> so i'm 23 out of 24 every regionals okay but I asked, there's two questions I've asked for the last five regionals. One of which is, what, um, what do you think about the meta? And is it to your advantage or disadvantage? And the answers this, this year were striking. Almost everyone said that they hated the meta. Like the, the amount of people who really do not like playing TFT right now in regionals is the highest percentage I've ever seen by a country mile. And notably... It, they, have, they have all basically said they think it's less skill expressive than TFT when TFT is good, when the patch is good. Because the weaker players have said things like, well, it's to my advantage because I think it's a little bit, it's higher RNG, it's lower skill expression, and if I'm weaker than the field, then I want that. And, and that's the bad, what I said. And the bad players, <laughs> and the bad players, or the good players basically said the opposite. When they th they've been like, it's my disadvantage, I don't feel like I can play good TFT. So, I, I'm going to end with a positive. Uh, everything I said at the start is true. And I can only feel this strongly negatively about something because I love it this much. Like, I'm really passionate about TFT. And so I'm sorry for talking a long time about why the game is not very good right now or why I'm not having fun with it. Obviously, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I mean no personal attack on Mortdog or the development team whatsoever. Anyone who is engaging in attacks on this development team is... You're, you're, you're part of the problem, right? Like, that's not what we're about. Um, but if you give reasonable criticism of a patch like i think i just did i think that's fair yeah and i, and I think it. that it's not personal at all he's describing his feelings about the game which i think game does want to hear by the way uh they want to hear when things suck not but they don't want to hear that they suck <laughs> for the most part um that but you know bryce thank you for sharing all that i also Sorry. uh will keep mine pretty short i think i disagree because i think set six was worse and people just don't remember it um because this one is current and it's the pain one you don't feel the wounds of previously nearly as ones that are more recent so uh, i just think that this is not the worst uh but i would say that it's the second worst it's not like i like the patch at all either all right <clears throat> well uh let's move on to you talk about moving on to the positive our next degree is uh, about something that has been a really big success i've actually heard several people uh say this exact degree and actually one of them being Satsuko which is uh, item system overhaul, which is the new items and those categories, etc., have been a massive success this set. Let's start off with uh, Soju. 
I mean, I, I feel like I'm agreeing and disagreeing with every single one of these. But uh, I think overall, yeah, I, I, I like it. But I, I also think like some of these items like Shroud, for example, dude, that gave like 250 base health. Like the item was not even bad. Like there's certain comps in the game where Glove Chain were just completely useless. Um, and like Shroud Slam early to like to maintain a streak wasn't even bad. And then also like items like ZZ Rod, like they just, uh, ZZ Rod just got killed for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zizra was also like a cool item. Like you're killing like a bow for a defensive item. It, I mean, it, it goes both ways, right? Like you're you're killing defensive items or offensive items, but like also killing offensive items or defensive items was also nice. Um, but I think overall, it's probably still better. But I think I mean I don't like Shroud. Also, shifting sands. Like, can we just change it back to the removers? Like, <laughs> yeah. they took out Shroud and Zephyr, and then now shifting sands is still a grief. Like, what happened there? But anyway, <laughs> we're not talking about portals, man. It, well, but it's, it's it's actually funny though because now that they've ch- taken out shit like Zephyr, like it's, it, you could actually do it. it. Wouldn't feel that bad. It would actually feel yeah, kind of fun. The remover, the it would actually feel nice. kind of fun to be able to have a remover for the whole Ooh. game. Yeah, when I get a remover, it's, it's broken. You can item hold yeah. like TF2, and then you just put on Velcos later. Like, it's, yeah, it's just it's just the rat part of it that made it unfun to play. Yeah. But overall, I think, yeah, I think the items, like, when, when Set 9 first came out, people were saying that it wasn't that fun. And I agree. I think, like, I mean, I just don't have that much fun in PvE most of the time. Or 9.5, or I don't know when the new items got introduced. But I was, I just, I like, never have that much fun playing PvE because there's no rank. But I think when I did start playing, even though the meta was not the best, I think the items, like, created, like, enough uniqueness where it was still fun. I don't know. You know, I think it's a really big compliment, Bryce. He said that he doesn't know if he can agree or disagree. That means that these are kind of hard to answer. Bryce, what do you I think? I love it. Uh, I'm an easy agree on this. I, I, I also <laughs> really miss ZZ Rot. I think that ZZ Rot actually played a really important role in the, in the overall state of the item economy, where particularly on AP lines, it was, all, it was like a way of building target dummy. I don't think it needed the taunt. I think the taunt is like what made it so buggy. I think you could have just removed the taunt, maybe buff up the HP a little bit. And I think it could have been a really cool item that still had a role and i do think we're maybe a little bit overly skewed to defensive items creating offensive items and not enough options in the other way but overall i think it was a huge success and i'm like really excited about it i think it's been i think when they it's clear sometimes when they do stuff like this they're like nice that's like a huge quality of life upgrade for tft that's just going to make tft infinitely better to play moving forward and they can fine tune it a little bit but it's really good all right, and Precedent, how has your experience been with items? Uh, I, I think overall it's like it's been like better, but like there's like this or there's like some aspects of like the item like system that I, I like still have like lots of complaints about. And like one of them is like uh, I, I've been like pretty vocal about it, like towards like or like like two more to talk about it. It's like it's like the fact that you can get like five components post Krugs. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's this like falls under like the, the like like in like this category it doesn't but, but p-, p god it's your forum oh. buddy you got this. <laughs> oh. i like this p god's like i don't really want to answer that question but i got a different beef <laughs> yeah just change the topic you should not have you should not be able to have, only have five components post agree the thing is agreed five components post crugs like oftentimes like you can't really make uh you can't really make an item with like the three components that you that like the three extra components that you have and it's like if if, if, if like if that's the case right like that means you have two components post Krugs and you have four components post post carousel. So it's like you're playing down and then like like there's an easy fix to this. Like just at the minimum, like after Krugs, like you just have six components minimum. Wait, also also wait, is is like is a uh is two empty Krugs a bug? Like I know like way back like way Yes. I think it shouldn't happen. It happened I'm surprised. Twice. 
like I, I don't I don't understand what is going on. How do they expect you to compete when you're just <laughs> down twenty gold? Do like, you have, I, do you have screenshots of that? I haven't seen that. Bug. It happened on stream twice. Like even in an in house, like I don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> oh my! Like it, the thing is, it's like I don't think you. Like, I don't filter. think more casual players even understand. Like you literally cannot play the game. It's over. Like yeah. you <laughs> see two empty crugs. Like you might as well just like leave the game. It, it's over. You yeah. lost. The biggest thing between good, the feeling of being in a good lobby and, and not as good of a lobby is the amount of pressure on the lobby. And if you're just behind a full item, it's just fucking, yeah, that's hard. That's really hard. <laughs> no, I feel but you I, on that, man. I, I think okay. someone suggested, I, I don't know what, ha like what server or what uh, portal it was on on the first time. But the second time, it, I got the, the cash out on, on Thresh's Sanctum at the same like Krug that died. And then I got two Krugs that dropped nothing. Oh. And it happened both times. So I like maybe it's like some interaction where like the game thinks that you got a blue orb already from Thresh's Sanctum from the Krug, but it was actually from Thresh's Sanctum. You just get straight up scammed. <laughs> but anyway. Very good. Oh, man. All right. Uh... Also, wait. Ixalkin e or whatever. You know when someone upgrades a, a unit when the when the round starts? If you're on an away board, you can't even pick it up. Like, it's just stuck on... And the other guy yeah, just a full radiant item. Like, what is going on? Or, or, it's Thresh's Sanctum, and they said that they fixed it, but what happens is it just, it just, the orb just disappears after the round's over, and now you have no info on, 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 like, Carousel. You can't make Econ if it gave gold. Like, if it, like, if, if it gives a component, now, like, let's say you go for Rod on Carousel, like, oh, I want to finish my Gunplay on my Melkaz. And then on Carousel, I'm like, okay, like, I guess I'll go BF Sword. And then, and then the, 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 the orb, because you fought on a wayboard and you forgot to camp it, like, my bad. And then it just drops you a BF Sword, and now you're just up a BF Sword. No one's building a GS. Like, I'm not trying to go wait. <laughs> like, it's so unreasonable. Like, how is this even in the game? Like, I feel like interactions like this, like, you can only get, like, like, get away with it if you already know the interaction and like you just sit there and camp that little like top left you know what i'm talking about but anyways i i, I don't know and then sometimes like the excelkin just drops you a radiant rabbit i can't even use the radiant rabbit it doesn't give me a remover like what am i supposed to do i i, I radiant rabbit my rise i don't know what rise it was but there's this one rise that doesn't have any ap scaling zero like it literally just does an extra 50 damage like how can my radiant rabbit do 50 damage i'm down a radiant item like Oh my! Also, for that one, I, I'm down instead like a random radiant item to just give like a radiant anvil. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not actually in the I game. It's not actually in the game actually, uh, which is the really funny oh. part about it. Um, that's probably oh. like the reason why you can get screwed on that portal because because uh, it's pretty bad. I feel so you on that. I I enjoyed that rant thoroughly. I felt one I that deep in my soul, Bryce. Yeah. Wow, I experienced that so many rant. times. Yeah, ten out of ten rant. Oh Jesus! Would would, would watch again. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> and on that note, uh, I'm gonna agree. And Chad and, also and overwhelmingly way, agrees, ninety percent in, in Be agreement. Bellum in the chat, man, you guys need to hear this bitching IRL. I had to mute stream. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sarah, by the way. Oh, shout out to Bellum. She's awesome. Thank you for uh, keeping our boy alive. <laughs> Uh, our next degree <laughs> is uh, CN is struggling this set and clearly behind other regions. They're not the favorites to win worlds. Let's start off with precedent. Uh, they are because if they are, I've been watching them a lot. Like that's that's not good news for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, when you watch them, do you do you perceive them to be stronger or weaker than NA? 
I, I, uh, okay, I, I don't know, because it's like, like, lots of times, like, that when I watch Chinese, I don't really know who I'm watching. Like, I just know, like, uh, like uh, in the lobby, I, I watch, like, one to two, like, one to two players specifically. And it's like, I don't know, I, I, I feel like they're pretty good. I don't, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know if that's just me. Well, I think what's interesting is, because I watch a lot of Chinese VAs as well, uh, that you don't know who you're watching. Because what if the rules were reversed, and they're watching a random NA player at day three of these tournaments? Uh, oh, bro, they, they would think we are the worst fucking region ever. So isn't that what's fascinating than what you're describing? Because you're not even paying attention to the players that you're that you're watching. Or like, it's not, sorry, no, uh, that's too harsh language, but you're not actually reading their names. Oh, yeah. When I watch a player, I, I or when I watch like these Chinese games, I like tend to like zone, or like focus in on like one like one person or two players in the lobby, like more so than the others. And I just like kept, like try to keep an eye on like, like, you know, like what does well. Like, I don't, I don't like really follow like, like the lesser named people because it's like, I don't really know how to like, to read Chinese and stuff like that and keep up with them. And so it's like, I, I usually just follow like the, like the more well-known ones. And like, like okay. overall, like I, I think like they've been like, I, like, I haven't seen, I don't think like many of them are like, uh, like struggle. I don't think they're like really struggling. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, I, that's really interesting. And, Pre and Pressman has actually been watching a lot of odds. I see him talking about it all the time. Uh, Soju, do you agree with this? You're struggling? I, I think they're, I think the regionals this, Year was or this set was a little bit weaker. I I mean I just looked at the board Flancy made like Flancy is definitely like a good player right like he's been kind of good for like a while. But if you just like I don't think he played the game because he I think he's on hiatus or something. But um he was saying like Earth is a bait and then he loads in with Poro and plays Ophelios with literally nothing and just goes dead last. His scores were eight 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 seven five and just gets eliminated. <laughs> but like like that's even worse than the eight eight seven five. Like the guy was just straight <laughs> griefing. But I think their I think their finals are like their final lobby is actually like good. I, I think China has a lot of like good players and they're better at playing like less greedy and like they're poor, they're more like they have like a more well curved game plan. Mm. Like their board is stronger mid game and then also um I don't know. I, I think I think China's probably the best region. I I I yeah, I don't know. I, I disagree. Also, it's like for the for like their regionals, like the people that are like locked into like their grand finals already, like like the four people that are locked in. I, I I'm pretty sure those they're like like they're like those are like really good players in China. Like it's not like like you're not seeing some like like bumfuck like random like you know like like make it to the final lobby. It's like like the four that made it to like the final lobby that are locked in the final lobby so far is like like Li Luo, Hongland, sixty second, and Shendu, which are I'm pretty sure like they've all like been like really they all have, like uh. Like pretty good accomplishments like overall like in or like previous tournament results yeah yeah those are regionals winners and whatnot so uh i think it's so, the same I, I across more regions chance. than people think right this actually applies just on a smaller scale with like minor regions like people respect the very best of eu it's just EU as a region is what people usually mock or uh same thing applies to almost any other region that isn't a cnnna uh bryce very quickly uh do you think she is struggling this set I am. I can't answer this question. I have not watched enough CN to have a strong opinion. I'm only really up to date on like what's going on. But but I will say by the way, I think NA is actually uncontested. If if it's not the best region, it's the second best. I don't think it's close. I think that's been true for a little while actually. Yeah. And I, I you see more I, I more people know. practicing on NA by the way. Just FYI. Oh, think, okay. Think about how much international. Right? I, I see so many yeah. people from uh, yeah. not just EU but even China actually playing on the NA server. Flancy and uh, some of them were playing on NA as well for a while. Uh, well, that's partially because one patch they didn't actually get the patch because they had to emergency patch. I, I don't remember which one this was, 
um and so they had to play on na in order to play on the new patch because no the previous one was unplayable i might have been the bilge water patch i'm not entirely sure um so i'm gonna just uh say disagree because i don't think that china's struggling that much i do think that their top players aren't performing well though so i think that that's what makes it interesting i think their top players look noticeably weaker than they did before um so that maybe the shift in uh who's actually like, being good in cn um so as for the are they not paid the world i think they still are uh barely <clears throat> just barely because they're the ones who knew about twisted fate like way before us right and then by the time we started playing Twisted Fate, they moved on to Earth. And guess what everyone's doing now? Everyone's doing Earth. So if you, if you, if you just follow the simple trend line, it's almost uh, completely, it's asinine to assert that they're not uh, the favorites of the world right now. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's just my opinion. And chat, by the way, thinks that uh, they, they, they disagree. They actually feel like they are not able to actually, or rather, they, they actually think that this uh, is not actually a spot we're seeing struggling that much. I think that's actually really interesting. And Gooms is bringing in the world's prep timeline, which I think is a really important point oh. to make. Like, the fact that all of NA, except for Kurum, like, thank God our mid-set qualifier is good, right? Like, sometimes the mid-set qualifier, you know, you never know. It's just a, who happens to win that tournament. So at least we got a good player who's, like, already prepping the, mm -hmm. the patch. But because, like, everyone else is just locked into this old patch and will be until three days before the tournament or whatever it is. All right. Okay, well, that is our... Oh, we actually have one final agree. This one will be really, really quick across the board. This one is from Milk, who says to Soju, quote, bro, you need to get punched in the face to wake up. This was uh, because in comparison to set seven versus set nine, where Milk said, honestly, I wouldn't be, su I would be surprised if Soju was best in the world. Oh, Soju, what do you, what do you say? Do you agree? Oh, I think, I think I'm actually like, okay, right now, relative to how I've been this whole set. So, I would disagree. I think I'm actually not. I think Milk would actually agree with me. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, think Milk, I think Milk thinks I'm not bad right now. I think. I hope. He's in chat. Milk, we want to. Sorry. Milk, we need a not bad, a bad, a good, maybe a kind of good. <laughs> all good. All good. I think it's just a little fun one. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the fantasy section, shall we? Where uh, this is the last major segment of the show where we are going to do a fun regional specific draft. Uh, Bryce, why don't you walk us through once more as I get set up real quick. Okay, uh, 24 players in regionals, 20 of them are gonna be drafted. We're each gonna get five players, which means four total players will not be drafted. Everyone gets a $100 budget. We're gonna take turns nominating. Nominating doesn't mean anything, it just means you're putting someone up for bid. You don't have any special rights to them. You pick them and you pick a number. And then whoever winds up with the highest bid gets the player. Fill out your team, can't use more than 100 bucks. Any questions? Oh, you guys, I mean, generally speaking, there's like a house rule. We do let you get guys get yourselves if you want, but only for fair market value. So you can't go cheap. <laughs> and so do you, I don't even want to hear after all of this, you spent the entire podcast talking about how you're kind of good. So I don't want to hear anything about <laughs> I'm worth $8 or $10. And no, none of that, none of that shit. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, he's saying that, like, you know, do some people say like, oh, I'm not that good. So they, they, they try not to. Yeah, do, you're going to try to get yourself for 10 bucks. All right, okay. uh, I'm going to <laughs> random our choices, and uh, it's going to start off uh -huh, random. Yep. with Prestevin. Prestevin, <laughs> you're going to be the first to offer up for bidding. Uh, I'm going to throw milk first for, for oh, 30. For 30? 35. Let's just get up there. Woo! All right. 
Okay, 38. 39. Wait, my boy, are you gonna jump in? Oh, what? No. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, what? You you said that you were willing to pay like whatever Bryce did, but double. That's what I heard what you said in the pre-show. Okay, okay, I mean, I'm not paying. I'm not. I'm not paying that much. Like what? I'll, right? I'll, 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 I'm forty for Mel. Uh, hello. No, no hello? I mean, yeah, we're waiting to see you. if Bryce counter but I'm I'm out for forty. Okay. Like I can't go that high. Okay, uh, forty-one. <laughs> uh, bro, what? <laughs> Forty-two. Okay. Then why, why is Bryson now? Like, what's going on? What do you mean? Why am I now? The you came three out way bid in the forties. We've never <laughs> had this before. Soji, we all know milk is so good right now. We, we, that, we've never seen this before in fantasy draft. No, milk, milk is milk is worth it. Three way bid in the forties. What did uh, uh Preston vote? Wait, who? Wait, who? Forty two from I Bryce. Forty two from Bryce. Oh, 43. What? I'm waiting for P God's bid. That's the oh, order. Oh no, I, I, I'm not trying to be broke. <laughs> okay, okay. Preston is out. I will let him go for 43. Oh, All right, going once, going twice. Sold to Soju. Soju, how much higher would you have gone? Would you have gone 45? Uh, probably like closer to like 46, 47. Okay, fuck. I missed. I missed a, a bid there. <clears throat> All right. So then that means uh, I'm up next. Let me go ahead and cross out milk. I mean, the thing about this draft is that you're it's just generally going to be stacked teams, I think. Um, all right, I'm going to go with Robin for 15. Mm, 20. 21. 22. Mm, 23. Okay, I'll, 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 24, 24. Uh, tw 25, 25. Okay, you can have me. Okay. So, Jew, Bryce? I'm good. All right. I got Robin for 25. That's pretty good pricing, actually, relative to where his value usually is, but depending on what you think of his form. Uh, Bryce, you're up next to bid. I just realized I have $57 for four players. Oh no, he may have realized. Uh, let's go dish soap for 30. Woo. All right, dish soap. For 35. 36. 38. 39. Oh. Um, 43. Whoa, what? What? <laughs> as much as milk is valued, by the way. And this is higher than the higher end than we usually go, just for the average chat. It's it, it usually often 38. At, it often happens at regionals. Well, no, we, we've been breaking into the 40 pretty consistently for Setsuko. And Setsuko's not even gone yet. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah, you're right. We're now starting to breach into the low 40s. I think I'm good. Woo. Okay, 43. One once, going twice. <laughs> Sold to press event. 43, dish soap. Wait, I'm, I'm also broke now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, we already won. Or I won, at least. Titans. Dish soap, no flame. Milk and dish soap. Soju, you're up next to bid. 
I'll put, uh, I'll put, I'll put Setsuko. Wow, we're just cutting straight to it, huh? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. For, it, it, we, we haven't had this in a while. Yeah. Uh, 30. 35. Wow. 36. 37. 38. 39. Oh my god. <laughs> Another 40 player. Wild. I mean, I would if it were my, if I had more money, but I, I need some other players. <laughs> All right. Like, you can't just let him have Sezuko for free. Like, what's going on? Bro, I'm broke. I bought one of the Titans for 43. Same. Like, oh my. Bro, he just got Setsuko for 30 something. Like, hello? No, he's been 40. I'm at 39. Oh, 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 oh. No one bit 40? Oh, I'll bid 40. All right, bet. Is Sochi just trying to talk me out of his bid? You could have also just not bid. Wait, what, me? Yeah. No, I mean you know you can't let Bryce get set to go for thirty nine. Like hello. All right, he's, he's gonna win for free. I'm good. Okay, Setsuko for forty. Going once, going twice. All right, Setsuko goes to me. Dan, did you want him? I can't tell. Setsuko, I think I, I'm overpaying for him, but I do want him on my team because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. I'll tell you afterwards why. <clears throat> uh, Precedent, you're up next. Uh, Darth New for 15. Okay, I'm the one that's broke now, so you guys can't expect me to be jumping in too much now. Uh, 16? Is that bad? Wait, 16 uh, for Darth New? Uh, 17, 17. Okay, 17 for Dark Noob. Going to Soju. Going once. I'll go 18. Hold on. 57 minus 19. What is that? 10, no one, no one tell him. 40, uh, 38. Uh, hold on. My team is Milk and Dark Noob, and then I need three more players. Oh, wait. These other players suck. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, wait, how much? Wait, how much was it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's 18 to me, so you can bid 19. All right, 19. <laughs> 19 for Dark oh, Dude going once. Uh, uh, going twice. I'll, I'll bid 20. I'll bid 20. Oh, man. Oh, I'm not that rich. Okay, that's all you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, God. Dark Dude going to Bryce for 20. Sold. All right. <clears throat> uh, that was Precedent's bid, right? Uh-huh. Man, nope. I'm surprised he went that cheap. I had him at 31 on my value sheet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, That's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, so we, need, we need somebody for other people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and put up 
Casper. I'm going to put up Casper for, for 13. 14. Uh, 15. These guys are silent. No one believes in Casper? 16. Oh, no, I have my eyes on other people. Wait, same. I think we're looking at the same people. This always happens. Dan and I bid against each other, and then you two bid against each other. This is literally <laughs> yeah. every single time we've drafted Wait, together. So you said well, that's because that's because you guys are terrible, and like you're you're just. I mean, you so paid twenty five for Robin, bro. Oh like, my god. On. So, Ju, can we be honest about this? You and you and I have fantasy drafted against each other. I think three or four times, and every single time we talk about betting money, and every single time you get saved because Riot won't allow a cash <laughs> player to even to bet. But I have bro. smoked you every time, bro. No, every you single have not. time. Dan just tweeted, you just got mopped. Yeah, by, <laughs> not by you. Not by you. Okay, but you got like you got diffed by someone else. Like what? <laughs> I got diffed in a fantasy draft where it was for a cup when I hadn't watched anyone play the set and I had not played the set. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Wait, did I get dumpstered in set seven as well or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, oh, you 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 oh. overpaid for socks that one, didn't you? Yeah, you did. He was I the best player. I don't know what happened to him. Like, yeah. he, 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 he... okay. Wait, I'm pretty sure I paid like fifty something for socks. That one. I think I think you did. You guys bid against each other up to like it was crazy. It was how like forty eight or something. So absurd yeah. like that. All right. What was the bid? Seventeen. I forgot. So seven, I think it was seventeen for Darth Noob from Bryce. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. we paid Darth Doom for No, no, no. I'm at. I, 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 wait. We, we're, on Ca we're on Casper. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, for Casper. Yeah. Okay. And am I, what am I, I, I bid 17 or you bid 17? I mean, I'm willing to bid 17. <laughs> You're but, bidding 17. Let's just, okay. let's just continue from there. Sorry if you messed up. That's, that's fine. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, someone said Dan won for 16. So that, okay. So what we're saying is it's my bid to go to 17. It's if your I bid to go to 17 then. Okay. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I'll go 17. Okay, I'll go 18. <clears throat> I give that. Need to get four more of. Look at this tryhard. He Dude, he's so sweating hard so hard. Like, you know why? Yeah. You know why, Soju? Is because he's lost every single fantasy this season. He's it's gotten only, so yeah, clear. he's terrible. This is the only fantasy where I've been in the know. Okay, that's not true. Set nine, I kind of was. Didn't I lowball <laughs> set nine fantasy? Yeah, I'll No, pass, no, because you you're know. competing, so you picked yourself. You, oh. you actually did well, except you drafted yourself, and yeah, you, uh... Yeah, it didn't go very well. That did not no. go very well. <laughs> no, it did not go very well. Okay, what is he? He's, it's, you're, past, you're taking him for 18 now? Yeah, 18, going once, going twice. Uh, 19. Mm. Uh, I'll, go I'll, go, I'll go 20, I'll go 20. He's yours. Okay. Dude, you have no money. You can't buy anyone. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's, I mean, but like, I feel, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. We'll talk about it after. You're, you're going dead last. You got Did me it, right where you want me. Means, so, you, Your it means team that, sucks. It means so that he wants two people. There's two people in the field he likes who he knows he can get for cheap because other people don't want them. No, but the thing is, there's only, yeah. there's only four players left. It's like, he's not getting one, he's not getting one of the four. Right, so he's not going to get one of the four, so it means that he's happy drafting, like, if he drafts, like, the 18th, 19th, 20th, or whatever, he's fine with that, because there's people he likes that we don't. Okay. We'll see who they are at the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. More than four players. Right, you're up next. Okay. 
Oh, it's my nom. Uh, I nominate. Mm, Prestivant. I mean, you can just have him if you want, Bryce. I could. I'm gonna nominate Prestivant for twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay, can you let me? Uh, 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 Twenty-six. <laughs> you got. I've got a number on a piece of paper next to me or a screen next to me. When we get to the number, that's when I'll stop bidding. Twenty-seven. <laughs> Bryce did some homework beforehand. Can, can, can we just skip to the number? If you, yeah, if you if you want, uh, if you're actually gonna buy yourself, I'll give you the number right now. Okay, is it is it gonna put me? Is it gonna make me broke? No, I think it's a I think it's a really reasonable number. Okay, twenty seven. Twenty eight. <laughs> twenty nine. Thirty. I'm gonna be broke. <laughs> Listen, I think it's fair value for you. So if you want yourself, you have to pay fair value. Oh, uh, 31. 33. Oh, we went 33. You got 34 now. He jumped. That's my that's my number. So if you want yourself, you get yourself for 34. If you want me to have you for 33, I'm down. You you, you can have me. You can have okay. me. Great. Okay. Oh. 33 for rest of it. Going once. Going twice. Yeah, Bryce, you're going dead last as well. No, 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 no. P God's really good. <laughs> this is gonna be this is a great bid. Darth Noob and Prestavent. Wow, you're, you are Team Dark Horse right now, Bryce. Well, that's great, actually. That's exactly what you want to be. This is a, this is a low skill expression patch. Don't overplay for the top <laughs> all players. Right, all right, <laughs> all right. So, you, you're up next for nomination. Uh, I'll put. I'll put re-replay for. Uh, can, can I just start at one and then see how you guys go? Sure. He's not one, by the way. Like, he's actually good. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> For one dollar. I mean, 20. What is it, Soju? It's oh. 20. Oh, oh, well, 20 good. for re-replay. Hmm. Why? Well, I'm out. I'll take him. <clears throat> Going once. Going twice. Sold. Wait. 20. Easy. <clears throat> I okay. got the Dark Horses, and I got the Defending World Champion. That, that is true. That is true. He just has a Defending World Champ. I'm I couldn't really bid. Good. So it was between nah. Soju and Prestavin, which I feel like they are just looking at the exact same two players, Bryce. Yeah, I think, I'm starting to think the same thing. Like, hello, Prestavin? <laughs> I mean, just put him up. Just put him up. Your, they talk so much to you to each other. I just gonna... I'm, I'm, I have too much money for no reason. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, I nominate, I nominate K3 Soju. For how much? For, for 15. Okay, for 15. 16. I'm not going higher. 16. <laughs> okay, 17. 18. <laughs> I'm not going higher. This guy's an excellent 19. negotiator. 19. 20. Wait, Bryce, are you going to jump in? I have 27 bucks, but you're, you're also approaching my number, so you're fine. Mm, I'll go 22. 23. Ooh. Oh, okay, you can, you can, you can have yourself. <laughs> All right. 23 for Soju. Two Soju. Going once, going twice. K23 Soju. All right. Uh, I'm up next for 15. <clears throat> I'll bet on Weijin. For 
Wait. Wait, what's what's fifty seven minus fifteen? Uh, uh... Well, wait, oh, forty two. Forty two. I shouldn't tell you guys. Yeah. All right, fifteen. <clears throat> Wait, for who? Wait, Wait what? Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Wait, Iverson. Wait, Iverson. 16. 17. 18. 19. Oh. Anybody 20? Uh, I'll, I'll 20, 20, 20. <clears throat> I assume this has the most to spend. 20 for Wage and Iverson. 21, 21, 21. 21 from Soju on Wage and Iverson. Okay, who is left if Wage is gone? I mean, if you let me have this guy, you get to get Goobums for 27, bro. Like, come on. Or 20, you get you get Goobums for 26. Wait, wait, okay, so let wait, me wait, have him, man. You're at, you're at 21, right? Yeah. 22, 30. Ah, oh, fuck. 35. 35? Wait, what? No, I'm, I'm doing the math for P.I. Oh, oh, I was about to say, like, you're... <laughs> you okay, can't just start is, with the $200. Okay, the like, thing is, on. it's like... The... <laughs> but if... Okay, you know, 20, 22. <laughs> Wait, how many are you at? 20, 50, 30, 35? <laughs> yeah, he's oh, trying to listen to more money. Price just <laughs> okay, okay, 20... Wait, what, what, what am I at? Wait, how, what was that? <laughs> Twenty what? Uh, Twenty. You have to bet twenty-three. Okay, so if I go twenty-four, <laughs> then you have to. You literally have to let me buy it. Otherwise, you can't get Google. I'm sorry. Twenty. Twenty-four. Okay. All right. Bet. GG. Okay. All right. Bet. <laughs> have fun with with dish soap, Goobums, and, and three frauds. Like all you're right. Twenty-two. Twenty-two no, for some, Wage and Iverson. Power picks. Or twenty-four. Was it twenty-four? Twenty-two. Uh, twenty-four. 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 Sorry about that. <clears throat> Just change that to 25. Okay. Fuck it. Wait, what? So oh, who's oh, up oh. next for for that was my uh I've did waiting so Bryce. Bryce you're up next. Goobums. For 26. And 27. <clears throat> I mean you literally have a guarantee. Like yep. how the fuck there do you is, get uh, for 27? Oh, you're right, you're right. It's, uh, Bryce, it's, it's, it's crazy value. I don't get it. Have. Yeah. Bryce can't buy bid higher than twenty six because he's oh, one dollar he? for a player. I mean, that's just how it works sometimes. Is bad, you know, allocation. Yeah, you I'm an idiot. Your money. I mean, you're the person that could have stopped that. So do you. You. you... <laughs> well, yeah, but then the thing is, like, I I don't know if I can. Like, he he needs to get three more players. Like, well, he has all this money for what? I mean, thirty isn't that. Much. I get to I get to guarantee th these three. No, you don't, really. because of Bryce. No. You, you, you and Bryce. No. What? Yeah. Okay, I get guaranteed one. I, I have more to spend on average per player than you do. <clears throat> okay, whose turn is it? Uh, it is Soju's turn. Uh, Phoenix. 4 1. <laughs> 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 All right, Phoenix for one. <laughs> This is, a, this is a giga steal, by the way. Like, it I don't is. This is, this is good. I'll, I'll, I'll go going five. I'll go five. I, I, no, I'll no, 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 no. Pressman, please, please. Five, five. <laughs> Bro, you're going to lose to Bryce, man. What did you, you say? No. You bid, you bid, you bid Bro, five? I need, yeah, I, I, I need to get something. 
Mm. All right, uh, six. Bro, my last player, it's over. <laughs> I need three players. All right, going once. Six you can have him. on Phoenix, going twice. Oh, All right, six on Phoenix. So you can spend up to $4 on his last player. <clears throat> Precedent. You actually can uh, pick another player here if you want. You can just you can bid and guarantee a player because uh, you can outbid. Pricing. If you want, you can do that if you want. You don't have if, to. Uh, if there's a player that you feel strongly about, I'm just giving you the option. I'll depay for fifteen. Right. Fifteen. Okay. Well, I'm out then. I can't bid on it. Right. 16. Hmm. Okay, fine. I don't get it. I, I can't bid any, any time, ever. 17. 17. So if he does that, I can't pick twice. I can guarantee one, though, for... <clears throat> Seventeen is the number. Yeah. No, you can guarantee. I think. Yeah, I can. I can. You yeah, can. I know. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pass. Okay. So precedent gets DPay for seventeen, which means Bryce can basically double bid, but we'll see. Uh, I'm on next, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll go with. <clears throat> I'll go with DQA for four dollars. Nice. Well, <laughs> smart. Uh, I'll take DQA for twelve. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, I'll take DQA for five. No. I'll take him for. I'll take him for twelve. <laughs> you have a dollar, bro. Like it's oh nice. No, trust me. I, I'm getting I'm getting this last pick. No, you're not. You have a dollar. Uh I, I'm out. I'm out. I'm Bryce. Out. Okay, TQA is still the president for 12. Wow, he just really jumped in there. Shoot. I I, I did not actually think he was gonna do that. Right? No, my, my lineup is stacked. <clears throat> Whose nomination is it? Yours. Uh, soulless. Four. For for a dollar. Four. <laughs> Four. Okay. You always, always bid a dollar. He's on whipping soulless, the tech man. out. The one dollar like soulless. You always bid soulless for a dollar. Oh, dude. Every time soulless has ever done well in fantasy, he has been exactly uh, a dollar. Every time the... anyone has paid more than a dollar for soulless. Four. Utter Me. disaster. <laughs> it's it's the ultimate two point conversion play, man. Yeah. It's like yeah, because you went <sighs> you went four, Soju. Yeah. Do I really? Okay, so if I get it, then I get to pick my next. I mean, do I actually want? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, do I want the roster slot? That's the question. Uh, fuck it. Five soulless. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's just you, Dan. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Five for, for soulless. All right. Uh, oh, so, dude, you're up next to the nominate. Can I get uh, to Lades? 
for four, please. T Lides for four. I'll take him no, for no, five. Don't, don't let that shit happen. Like Bryce, uh, just you. just send twenty two. Well, for for T Lides? No, no, no. That's not. That's, I get to pick my final player. That's not who I want. All right, bro. You're just oh, okay. going once, going twice. Sold to me, T Lides for five dollars. Wow, or wow. I didn't know this was gonna happen. Mm. All right, precedent. <clears throat> uh, bro, don't even bother. Uh, anyone. <laughs> can, I, can I have Connor as me for a dollar? Oh, wow. That's the guy he wants. I like it. I like it. That's a, that's a really interesting pick. Really interesting yeah, pick. There's going to be that's going to leave someone I wasn't expecting to be off the table on the table. Uh, I pass. I pass as well. Would you? Toronto for four, please. No, no, no. It's no, 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 no. He's giving him Connor. That's fine. Oh, he oh, passes. No. He passes. He passes. No, no, no. Soju uh, was not up to bit. He thought he was up to bit. He was focusing oh, okay. so much. So he, he effectively passed. Uh, it's me. So I'm next up. So I, oh. could, I basically bid. And it's whether or not Bryce wants this person. So I'll throw out Kurum uh, for 10. I'll take him for 11. Okay, so Bryce takes Kurum with his remaining money. So then he's floating 11. So Soju's next up to bid. You want... Bro, just, just you just choose who you want, man. And okay. I'll take... <laughs> yeah, no, the mind games. Oh, well, I don't care. I mean, just take whoever. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> so Kurum's off the board. I'll take... I think I'll, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Run to Tokyo. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so you pick whoever you want. How much is this? Five for Toronto. <laughs> well, I don't. Fuck. Are, are the stats updated? I don't. I haven't played with a lot of these players like at all. Okay. Uh. Isn't that kind of on you then? I feel like you uh, uh, should be I, trying I, to play I, with I'm down to use some advice. Whoa, P-God. Let this guy sink yeah. or swim on his own. What's the advice? Uh, I mean, Vanilla's made a lot of final lobbies. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take I say in laughing. Four. I'll take Philip for four. Okay. Oh! Wow, I did not expect that to happen. Okay, so... Uh, I guess that's it, right? Actually, Bryce has money left over, but we actually don't have anything else to do, so... Yeah, that's it. Wait, that's I mean, gonna be it. What do you guys think of the draft? What do you guys think about the draft? I mean, I won the draft. Okay, so Bryce thinks he's won the draft. Dard new precedent, re-replay, Solus, and Karam. I feel like you took some big risks, though. Like you have actually, I think your you have a your your team's upside because if everyone plays towards their upside, you have an amazing roster. Wait, I, I actually feel like I have I have a like a good team. Seven has there's so like, few bumps. I like your team as, as well. I have, I have no opinion whatsoever about Connor, but I like your team as no, well. No, I'm telling you, this Connor guy is actually good. It's just he doesn't play that much, but it's like, bro, I, if, I, he, I if he just you. dedicates two days or something like that, like he's chill. I remember what he. I'm pretty sure in his interview he rated himself. Very low. 
I mean, a lot of people say that too, Bryce. You never know uh, if they're I just do. doing that to not psych themselves out. Um, yeah, and, and, I, and like one, one time, Kyvix mm. rated himself as the worst player in the field, and then went on to win the tournament. So, self evaluation is not one time entirely accurate. Oh yeah. Also, I'm just, I just want to point out, I was joking when there was three titans. There was actually four, and I got two of the four titans. So it's like what disopen Goobums? Goobums, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean Goobums was probably the steal of the draft. Yeah, uh, twenty-seven reviews is crazy. I think Darth Noob for twenty is crazy. I thought he was gonna go for <clears> way more. I also think Reeb probably for twenty is cheap. I think uh, it's hard to know because Darth oh, also you needed, has. You needed to see his in-houses today, Bryce. Who replays? <laughs> yeah, I, I like they, they were worse than my scores. Interesting. And I'm average of seven point five. <laughs> I mean, when I no, watched you him don't earlier, know he, he didn't, but yeah. When I watched him earlier, he was going like a bunch of fours, fives, <laughs> like a seven. I think one, two. I think part of the reason why I like replay in this format is because he's going to play a lot. He's playing a, a lot more top oriented than a lot of players in the field, and that's really good if you do two third cut on the first day. He's got a much higher chance of making the second day. Yes, yes. The strategy for this regional draft is uh, purely about whether or not you think these people have a good chance to survive a cut. Uh, that's how you get the most amount of edge in the fantasy draft. Yeah, and, and so, so that's and why Solus, you, you take people like Solus, Bryce. That's so that's so risky. You could just lose is. draft on day one. You for sure can, but the thing is, like, I don't know that there's at the time. I don't know if there's anyone else that I was like more confident. Like, I knew I was getting Kurum, and so I don't know which player that you guys got later than that, like that you think is clearly stronger. I don't know. I think I think Solus Solus said something to me during our interview that he said, "If I make it out of day one, I have a good shot to win," and I think that's probably true. I think the question is like, is his read correct? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so how do you feel about your team? Uh, I, I think okay, milk okay, I don't know. Phoenix. I don't know why person's laughing because okay, here, listen. The thing is, we all know milk is a fucking beast, and I like I'm not trying to gas myself up, but I don't even think I'm bad right now. You guys probably think I suck, but I'm not actually suck. And then Wajin is is good. Like I, I don't understand how like, uh, Wajin for 24. I mean, I'll take him. Like you guys probably just saw the stats and you're just like, oh yeah, this guy sucks. You think this guy sucks? No, he doesn't. And then you guys all, like, everyone doesn't like everyone thinks Phoenix is bad, but I am telling you, he's he might make it the fucking worlds, man. Like, <laughs> this patch, anyone can win. And then the thing is. Philip, like this guy kind of locks in portal and goes like turbo sends an eighth every single other game but <laughs> the thing is like the portal players if anyone's going to hit it's the fucking portal players like it, the, the chances of Philip going to worlds is not even zero like he can win <laughs> anyone anyone can go to worlds this this set i don't think that's true every regionals mm. i really don't but i do believe any player in the field could qualify i think oh. the meta lends itself towards that <laughs> I, I like I mean, my team. I think luck. my team's really well-rounded. I, I try to take pick people who I think have good survival chances. Like, T-Light's example is a, is a very top four-oriented player as well for the same reason uh, Bryce is. So if you think about through that lens, Bryce, I got a similar value pick for four chances mm -hmm. cheap. So I, I'm pretty happy with my draft overall, and I think that's just going to be pretty much like we'll see who ends up getting the last laugh. Because does, uh, any, does anyone think happen. their draft isn't the strongest precedent? Wait, Bryce, I actually think mine. Dan? I actually think mine might be okay. It's like it depends on how. No, no. I like, think it's, it's not like, the strongest. Like, like, do you, do you think your 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 draft is not the strongest? Oh, 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 oh no. I, I think mine is the strongest. But it's like it's actually. So it's everyone thinks their their draft is the strongest. I mean, well, the only thing I, the only that thing I know, uh, P God has the strongest, by the way, for what it's worth. The only thing I know I'm, I'm for certain that. is that I'm going to finish ahead of Soju because I always have and I always will. But other than that, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Uh, it's really interesting. So the results go, Precedent has 
overwhelming majority, like 60%. I have like 20 something. And then it's very close between Soju and Bryce for third. Um, so it looks like most people believe that Preston has, which I think is because he has really powerful, like just open goobums and whatnot. Okay, the thing okay. is, Bryce, I, I think you are heavily overvaluing the, the in-house stats. And I, I also think that Kurum, like the Kurum, like your roster is fucking insane. But the thing is, Kurum, like, I, I don't know if he's actually locked in. Bro, like I don't know. Like I, I would I would say Kurum, like if you were locked in for regionals, it's easily like 30. So but the I thing is yeah, yeah, sorry. No, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Yeah, but I think your team actually has like a chance to just straight up go dead last out of nowhere. Like I think I think yeah, I don't know. I I, I think you're the bottom Thanks. three. Like they could literally go they could win the oh. tournament or they could just go dead last. I think he has the I think I also have the highest chance of having five people alive on the final day. My strategy coming in the draft was that I think it's a low skill expression meta and I wanted to go with proven commodities, so I didn't want to spend money on people like at the bottom of the draft, and that meant I really was mostly interested in bidding up milk, setsuko, and just soap. And so I got five guys that are all proven commodities, all of which I think could easily do well. I didn't expect to wind up with Kurum. It's just who happened to be left on the board at the end. And it, look, at the end of the day, it's fucking Kurum, man. Like even if he's playing the even if he's playing the like current patch he still has practiced a shitload on the old patch he's really good and his style is really good for this type of tournament like top four oriented doesn't get more top four oriented than fucking Kurum. just like slamming playing tempo preserving hp so i don't know i think i think i'm chilling i i actually feel really good about master <laughs> oh. well it looks like uh goobums actually is in chat and that he thinks that president no, think i want like no trust me like i think Okay, it was really risky for like what I did, like like basically like leaving, uh, <laughs> like basically having Goons as my second pick as like like the tenth round. But it's like I, you guys let me have DPA and DQA as well, so like like that that just that just fucking sealed it. Yeah, you, you, this guy is just the karma on your team is terrible. You're just going with the the heaviest multicaster play rate of okay. anyone by far. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's exactly why DQA is like should not have been twelve dollars. He should have been worth a lot more. I agree that he should be worth more. I agree. Yeah, I think so as well. Oh, I think it's fascinating. And I guess uh, we'll be keeping track of scores all throughout the weekend. And that brings us to the announcements, I guess, at the end of the show, which is that one, uh, Bryce and I will be co-streaming all throughout the weekend. Um, and then the other thing is that they announced they are opening up pickums. Now, this is not for everybody, but this is kind of like if you want to do your own fancy TFT, but they're opening up the world's pickums for who you predict will do well. So it's kind of like Riot-sponsored uh, Fantasy TFT, which I think is actually really cool. It's always fun to do those things. Kind of wish we did that in North America. I think it'd be really interesting. But uh, at least they're doing it from Worlds. This is the second longest thing I'll say today. There's no way I'll top the length on the first one, but this is a little long-winded. Apologies in advance. So the the... There's a lot of backstory behind the co-stream that's happening this weekend that is probably not worth getting into, but there is some context that I think is really people should know, which is that Dan has been investing a lot more in TFT content over the course of the last set. He took a part-time job in order to be able to actually allocate more time to TFT, and that's why we have like the podcast-level production that we do. That's why we have the co-stream quality that we do. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. It's not just a lot of work. He's, he's foregoing compensation. He could just be casting all of these events and getting paid to do it but instead he's building this co-stream product on the side for for his own enjoyment and for the community because he thinks it's an important thing he thinks that's kind of the direction of broadcast esports in general and in addition to not making money off casting in addition to the amount of work he's putting in, in order to make it really cool and awesome he's also spending a lot of his own money 
buying shit to make this possible. So he's bought, if you, I think you have a slide on this, right, Dan? He's bought like $3,300 worth of equipment already, right? In order to create this really cool product. And he's just doing that personally. And then there's a bunch of other equipment that he wants to buy as well. That's like a wish list of if he had it, he would make the product better. Um, and he hasn't bought it yet because he can't justify allocating the funds. And so I basically bullied him into doing this. And I was like, look, obviously not every TFT fan or fan of the podcast, fan of the co-stream is going to be in a position to financially support this endeavor that, that you're embarking on. But I think there are people out there who would like this context and would potentially help if we asked and dan was like that makes me uncomfortable i don't want to ask for people's money and so i was like look i'll do it i will do it i will be shameless about it because i love what he's building and i think that people would support it if they kind of understood the context of this and if you just asked so this is me asking for dan if people are interested in supporting what he is building in contributing to the fun of the equipment that he has already got and the equipment that he wants to buy if he is uh, if people are interested in um if people are interested in contributing like the, the the fund of bringing out influencers right like dan personally flies out rambling for for the you know co-stream tomorrow he personally flew out ray for earlier so if you're in a position and you want to donate some money there's a donation link somewhere below right of like just donating to throw in all any money that's donated today or over the course of the weekend of co-streams will go directly towards this fund to basically support this product that dan is building i think we should all owe dan a thank you and i think if anyone's in a position to be able to help pay for that then i think people want the opportunity and i will i'll match anything that's donated today so whatever money we get donated today i will just straight up match it to try to get us closer to the goal of like actually dan being able to build what he wants to build get the higher in camera like have the better mic setup etc so if anyone's in a position to donate and can then it would be greatly appreciated and dan i don't know if you have other context you want to add uh, no man i'm actually getting a little emotional so uh <laughs> Uh, that, that's really, really nice. Actually, I didn't even know that you were going to say all that. Um, uh, and, Br and Bryce is, he, he's like, let's get these graphics made and everything like that. So, um, yeah, at least that's a point where, uh, it's getting really expensive. All literally every money, every dollar I've ever made streaming in terms of profit, I actually just put straight into the co-stream whatnot. So, uh, I'm really grateful that everyone comes to support. And I think it's really special. I think TFT is a game worth doing for that. I think that there's also more stories to tell. It's not about like making my stream better than the mainstream. It's about... Uh, there's so many things going on in TFT tournament. There's only so much you can kind of follow with one POV, and I want to really bring that to life. So uh, it's been it's been really been a really great journey. I think this weekend is going to be super fun. It's going to be super it fun. Is. Can't wait. And it's completely optional. If you guys just enjoy it for free and just like, hey, I just take my, take me as like an ad. I think that's also okay as well. Any little bit, uh, every little bit helps. All right, and on that note, thank you. Uh, especially big thank you to everyone who's watched in, watching, but these guys are donating their time, which is probably the most precious thing to them at the moment. Um, they could be spending time grinding in the houses and whatnot, but uh, thank you so much, Precedent and Soju, for just, you know, the most fun episode every set. Um, so, Soju, why don't you have uh, final words first? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for having us on the show. We've been, we've been grinding in houses for like 12 hours, so we needed like a, a break anyway um yeah also bryce you you can you just paypal dan 100 because i the 100 dollars i won i'm down to just not get paypal i actually forgot about it <laughs> so i that, that 100 so then wait 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 is this from you mean from the tournament yesterday yeah so like oh. so like if he doesn't paypal me 100 like it doesn't that mean i donate yes 100? yeah oh that's, that's actually true that's actually true 
Oh, so wow. Okay. So the prize money that Soju won in the mock tournament, he's just donating toward me. So really, Toronto, Tokyo is donating. <laughs> Thank you, matching. Toronto, Tokyo, for the one hundred dollars. <laughs> By the way, I should cap this. I don't know if there's like how much money is pouring in right now, but if this is like over ten thousand dollars or something, I at least have to have a conversation with my wife about it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's so many people to thank. Uh, the the list is really long. There's a lot of people subbing right now, and I, wow, I'm feeling the love. Uh, I think we've gotten around like 70 or so so far. So thank you so much to everyone who did it. That is really, really generous. Um, Precedent, any final words from you? Uh, uh, just uh, thank you for having me. And yeah, Dan, Dan does like so much for like the competitive scene. Like, the, like yeah, you, you guys see everything, like like all this stuff like he, he came up with himself or Price came up with. It's just super cool. Honestly, I expect a lot of players tomorrow to start bitching like mid game. And if you if you want to watch like someone that is like more like just like watching everyone's perspective like Dan Dan always like co like watch watch parties, the tournament, and like provides his insight because like I think a lot of players like when they're in tournament they don't actually like talk about the game as much. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're if you're trying to like if you're trying to wonder why people do something, it's not because they're bad. It's because that like, you don't know why they're doing it. But I think Dan will actually like provide some insight on that. So if you wanted to look at like go to this channel instead of just people listening to people bitch because it's not even me like everyone's gonna complain <laughs> like there's so much bs that's gonna happen tomorrow thanks um, man thank you oh also yeah. soju open invite if you ever want to complain about your game man. between games with me yes. and bryce and ramblin oh just hop on call and just 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 tell us how it went if you want I to think, i think one of the best functions of having a permanent co-stream is it can be like a therapy session anyone who wants to come in and complain about whatever happened in their game <laughs> all years sounds great Oh, I mean, I'm I'm down. Maybe like if I get like turbo BS, but like, I'm not, like <laughs> probably not. I'm probably locked. I like it locked in. Oh no, totally. It's just open invitation. Same with you, P. Yeah. Gun. Goobums will be there after every game. We can guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Bryce. My final thought is that this was a, this was every bit the amount of fun that I thought it was going to be. I've been looking forward to this all week. I knew this was going to be a banger. It's always fun hanging out with you guys, chatting about this stuff uh and dan is amazing and i'm really excited for this weekend you know when we decided to stop casting the pitch was like give me time let me build this and it's going to be special and i think he's already built something that's special and i think it's going to be really cool to see him pour gasoline on the fire so um i can't wait for can't wait for the co-stream this weekend and i can't wait to farm all these bots in fantasy <laughs> all right man it was so good you had me in the first half uh so for my words thank you so much everyone who showed up uh if you want to follow the feed you can always uh support us on twitter by following us twitter.com slash dtiydk last few episodes we talked to some really cool people that box box emily episode if this is the first time you're watching highly recommend that emily wang box box episode is really really fun um and the next time we're gonna be live for this episode will be after worlds where we're going to do a set reviewed episode and do final rankings like this is their entire performance and we're going to do like the 15 to 1 it's like the, the how do you define who is the best player of the set we're going to vote and it's going to be encompassing regionals and worlds it's like the final rankings of the entire set and see who gets to end number one so if you know precedent goes first at regionals first at worlds who knows man maybe precedent's going to end number one love it all right, no reaction from Preston. Okay, well, that's going to be oh, it from I, us. Uh, uh, from Frodo and Bryce, Soju, and Preston, thanks for watching this episode of Don't Talk If You Don't Know, and we'll see you guys next time for more TFT action.